0: Hello and welcome everyone to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet. Matt and I were just saying before we started here, we're the hottest ticket tonight. Apparently Sunday as we co- record there's No Impact Rebellion, no Oscars could keep our fans from watching us tonight because they, they know where it's really at apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, the Oscars I think are winding down now so uh, everyone's just coming over to watch us now. <laughs>
0: Say, say what you want about the comic multiverse, map, but we do this show, rain or shine, regardless of what else is going on. I know there's some nights where it's like, oh, we probably should have waited, or like, ooh, why did we bother competing with that? And I'm like, nah, nah, our fans are ride or die. <laughs> They're going to watch us because, you know, it's, it's it's part of their diet, part of their balanced diet of media consumption. Thank you, uh, Michalius, for being the new subscriber there. And, of course, I wore my Oscar best tonight. My, uh what is it friggin early 90s venom shirt that i got at a freaking flea market that's basically falling apart but again it's 10 at night here when i do this so damn it i'm not getting out of my pajamas <laughs> <laughs> so that's what i've been up to what about you uh
1: not, not a lot not a lot been uh playing some more video games i got back into um miles morales spider-man mm. and i've uh, been playing through the 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 actual spider-man game because it comes remastered with miles morales that's pretty so I've been cool playing through that again mm-hmm. with the like uh, ray tracing and all that stuff
0: on so it's, it's oh, been, yeah. pretty been pretty Gotta good pretty good the ray tracing i i've been in this terrible habit of buying games and not finishing them i'm still doing Dogs because i got it like mm-hmm. uh f- for very cheap so i do actually plan on finishing that uh what is it i got dying light because it's like oh the sequel might be coming out or not <laughs> Yeah. Well, oh, and it depends on who you talk to. It depends on who you talk to or not. And I still got Zelda in there that I thought I would actually be able to, you know, breeze through. But no, that game actually demands a lot of your uh time and attention. Lots there's time. a lot going on. yeah, there's a lot going on in that game. Yep. Yep. Also, hey, thank you, uh, cousin Eddie, much appreciated for the subscription. Love the name, love the reference. <laughs> but you know, on top of uh not finishing games this week, which is unfortunately becoming uh, a habit in my life right now i saw a movie too based on a video game and also thank you pat senior for that much appreciated
1: i've been told there's a hype train incoming apparently
0: oh hype train i don't know Is what that, that means it, Is that it's a... on
1: my twitch like thingy Is that
0: a i have good no idea or what it means <laughs> do, do, do I... we ca- do, do we catch the hype train whoop. <laughs> Do we, do we stow away on the hype train, Matt, and become (laughs) hype hobos? Does this take us to
1: the, to the front page of Twitch where all the thoughts hang out?
0: I hope so. Hello, thoughts. Nice to meet you. (laughs) You keep, you keep doing you. (laughs) This is empowering in its own way, just as what Matt and I are doing is empowering (laughs) in its own way. man someone was telling me about the internet thoughts saying there's a woman there who actually like streams from a hot tub and i'm like that's awesome if i could do this show from a hot tub i totally fucking would <laughs> yeah. we've well, been we doing could, it but
1: probably. like we'd probably scare the children away true <laughs>
0: enough that might be a problem Get put on a
1: list or something
0: yeah geez man joel that show he did in the hot tub that's more hair than i've ever seen <laughs> on a man are you sure he's not part sasquatch <laughs> uh looks like a denny o'neill drawing no (laughs) no but uh yeah as the chat's saying uh i saw the mortal Kombat movie this week did you Matt? i did the only good thing about that movie was kano uh he's the best like literally can kano have a spin-off right now he's the only one who knew how to play it and that is you turn it all the way up to 11 and be a giant cartoon character
1: he's the only one who actually had a character
0: for real Literally, it, my whole time watching it, I'm like, every time Kano isn't on screen, everyone should be asking, where's Kano? <laughs> Kano should be louder, more in your face, he, and have he access to a time should have been the main
1: character instead of that OC, do not steal character. Man. That was the, the blandest character I've ever seen.
0: Cold. Yeah, tell me about it. You can tell that as with all Warner Brothers projects that one went through a hell of a uh, hell of a lot of rewrites i'm sure at one point they're like uh can scorpion just be the main character no no he's well, in the past and we got to have it in the future
1: well apparently that character was actually like like that was a mandate of of the like oh, when really? the the director came on apparently that character was already there like oh, wow. they said build a film around this
0: that's crazy and a series that's filled with so many amazing colorful fighters that are someone's favorite we need to create a new one and look yeah. i understand from a writing standpoint needing like a pov character but the fact is he's just not as cool as the other characters and,
1: and, and give him like shit powers like what exactly was his power like he has Armor. batons
0: yeah he, but he, 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 he has yeah. like
1: he has like Bar- uh, baraka like like state thingies.
0: Yeah, his powers aren't even consistent. It's like I have armor because I get beaten up a lot, and also I have one blunt tonfa and one sharp tonfa. And I'm like, pick one. Yeah, <laughs> you can't have both. Also, too, you can tell at a point, and again, I love the movie for this fact, and I wish more movies would do this with, like, you know what? We don't actually give a shit about you anymore, brand new OC character. We just want to see Scorpion fight Sub Zero. <laughs> and then they just do it. The movie contorts itself into a pretzel just to have Scorpion come back from the dead so they can fight, and it's fucking cool as shit.
1: <laughs> it is, it's pretty cool.
0: Like, never has a movie been like, man, this is really bad, but I really like this. And, oh, look, they're using the theme song. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can really see, like, the Marvel movie influence, too, where it's like, hmm, okay, we got to set up a series, uh, you know, of events here. And, you know, we can't use the good villains right away. So let's have them fight Raikou, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's someone we can kill and reptile we can job them out in the first couple of minutes but we'll also job out goro too what
1: yeah yeah I, that, that was really strange again that was like i think meant to be the big the big piece of the film the big set piece we got fucking no. goro and he's fighting this new oc mary sue character mm.
0: and like goro didn't look
1: bad either he looked all no. right
0: they they do the flash thing where they shoot him at night so all the imperfections yeah. you can't see yeah yeah
1: no he looked pretty good
0: he looked pretty good and again they even have a whole moment that's like ah prince goro which is good to have uh what is it fucking not tarkat and that's not what he is barack is a tarkat and i don't I forget what goro is i, I don't like, know i'm not too like, familiar it's, it's good to have your race guy on our side and i'm like oh yeah that's right because you know goro in the games he's actually kind of laid back and kind of neutral actually he just kind of fights because he enjoys it yeah yeah no he didn't get any of that he's just a big monster
1: yeah, <laughs> and he dies. Sh- although he'll probably be back for a sequel.
0: Yeah, Shokans. Thank you. Yeah, he's the Shokan race. Exactly. That's the one. Yeah. Also, too, I like uh Bihan, the guy who uh, played Sub Zero, is the same guy who plays like one of the villains on that Warrior show. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that dude's a good actor. Yeah elevating not great material honestly too when i was done that movie i'm like hey eh, you know I, I i can think of worse ways to spend like a couple hours there but man i want to watch that animated uh mortal Kombat movie again, scorpion's revenge because that's probably the best one still now
1: yeah yeah
0: i agree also thank you pat here, because literally that uh animated movie just does the entire story of the first mortal Kombat game with some extra stuff sprinkled in that they would retcon later
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And again, they just let it all be about Scorpion. I thought it was funny, you know, where the other movies are like, oh, Johnny Cage, Johnny Cage is our, you know, POV character. He's the one that people want to follow because, you know, he's fun and mouthy and everything and only here and in the animated one. And I guess in the last couple games, too, where they're like, well, what about Scorpion? Everyone just loves Scorpion anyway. Let's just make it all about him. <laughs> he's got a cool skull face and he said, get over here. That's when the movie's at its best, when it's just being a freaking, uh, what is it uh fan service fest and they're just like recreating fatalities and everything that movie needed to be dumber and i never thought i would say that where this movie needs to be a hundred percent dumber well it
1: it took itself too seriously or like it it was weird because like obviously it's like the main character this cold guy like was so serious and everything Mm. and then you have like people like kano who like just like go is hard a cartoon into character. it yeah and, yeah and like realize like yeah this is fucking stupid you know we're just gonna have fun with it yeah it's even Ka-
0: even cabal too with some weird yeah. ass acting he's dresser. like brooklyn
1: he's yeah. like from brooklyn
0: <laughs> ma'am cabal see me and kano we go way back see don't question why i'm on the bad guys team even though i'm implying i was human once <laughs> And it's just like, man, if you go into this movie and you don't have a working knowledge of Mortal Kombat, you are going to be so fucking lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, never has a movie more assumed, like, but you know what's going on, right? Yeah. And I'm not even saying, like, Mortal Kombat is some, like, amazing work of art and fiction, because it really isn't. It's stupid, but it knows it's stupid.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that's, I think, what the movie
0: forgot. Yeah, it's like, no, this is supposed to be dumb, you should be leaning into it. Also, how weird is it, too, the movie's called Mortal Kombat, we don't actually get the Mortal Kombat tournament in it. The
1: entire premise of the film of Mortal Kombat is to stop Mortal Kombat from happening. Yes. That makes no fucking sense to me.
0: I know, it's like if you made a Street Fighter movie, but they didn't want to make Street Fighter happen. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) still probably not the worst video game movie ever but oh you no, know. no not at all
1: not at all but yeah it could have just it could have just been more stupid
0: <laughs> it is like I've never thought that you know that is a critique I would give this needs to be dumber yeah i mean i guess they really did flaunt the fact that they were r-rated so they had more blood and more swearing and everything they had more blood
1: but it was it really pissed me off because a lot of the fatalities and a lot of the bigger blood scenes were like it was that fucking cgi blood Mm. that never never looks
0: real which means they probably uh what is it started off making it like a pg-13 and then like oh Oh, it can be r okay we'll turn it up then
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: kano's great though more kano yeah. is what i want for this let's have the black dragon spin off yeah
1: bring him back in in the next one with like the plate, the plate like, yes. th- that he has and everything and just just focus on josh josh lawson the actor there like because he's great
0: he's he's excellent he's the best part of that movie he knew he was in a mortal Kombat movie yeah. the other ones didn't
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no one else got the memo he he read the emails <laughs>
0: Yeah, they're like, oh, you know, I thought this, uh, I thought this was some like serious, you know, Asian drama. No, it's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> also, needs more techno in the score. <laughs> 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 Mortal Kombat. The guy didn't shout. There was no shouting. It needed ten times more shouting. They gotta
1: introduce him in the sequel.
0: Yes, they do. Shouty man. That's just all he does. He just follows Shang Tsung around and yells. (laughs) Uh, Yes, and this is my master yeller from the worlds of Outworld. (laughs) Uh, Now, believe it or not, everyone, we actually do have comic news this week. In fact, we have a lot of comic news this week.
1: We do. Like, actual comic book news.
0: Feels good, doesn't it? Feels like there was like a couple months there where there was just none.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everything's starting to get sort of get back on track again. Yeah, after the whole pandemic thing.
0: Yeah, where we're just like da 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 movies, da 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 TV, da 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 da, you know, companies leaving each other doing this, that, and the other. But no, we actually have a ton of new titles to talk about from across the board. We do uh what do we got starting things off here Ooh, uh so this one was rumored and the art was actually leaked out but now we 100 percent know it's real it's superman and the authority by grant morrison and michael janin and holy shit
1: yeah this thing was leaked like a month and a half ago yes, or something. It was. in uh in trade it comes out in like november in trade uh which is really strange that that actually got leaked like first that's very, very. strange Which is Um, funny
0: because I remember seeing this and I'm like, that's not real. That's a fun fan project. That's not a real thing. What do you mean it's real? What do you mean Grant Morrison isn't doing it?
1: uh, And uh, again, it's uh, more stuff that's left over from 5G. This was something that was actually rumored for 5G with Superman going to the authority. That's all anyone ever actually knew about that. Like Superman was going to join the authority, but it's Mm. technically the other way around
0: yeah they with, join with
1: him the suit with superman battling this is all connecting up with uh superman and action comics and what philip yeah. kennedy johnson is doing with war world uh which is superman battling war world on mongol and he assembles a
0: team uh that will help him uh infiltrate war world which is pretty fucking dope again bet you didn't think all that future state stuff would come back the way it I- did huh
1: Again, we're probably saying that a lot this week uh, on this we show, are. where like, a lot of stuff that we saw in Future State is now pretty much canon.
0: Very much so. And also, too, it's not just authority central characters. It's not just, you know, uh, no. characters that new they...
1: Authority.
0: Yeah, that they've tried to launch before and never quite got it. Obviously, we have Midnighter and we have Apollo, who everyone Mm -hmm. loves and everyone loves to see be in more things. And the fact that they have tied Midnighter so thoroughly to Superman thanks to backup stories.
1: Yes, it's great. Absolutely great.
0: It actually totally makes sense. Uh, We got Tasha Irons as Steel. I'm like, oh, cool. Someone remember that character existed.
1: Yeah, it's about time she she came back. She was kind of on, uh, what is it? she was kind of on like justice league odyssey mm, kind of sora right Um, uh, but then like i guess they didn't use her all that much because i remember she started out on it i believe
0: right right yeah good uh good fit for the team though i like uh i like her i like yeah. getting to see her show up and things we got omak who got a crazy new redesign for this i don't cool think omak has ever looked better
1: yeah he's got like a per- uh, pink purple like a uh, mohawk
0: yeah and yeah. uh cool looking armor oh oh my oh says trans rights everybody is what he <laughs> says and honestly grant morrison i think didn't they come out as gender non-binary recently so i guess that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah i think so Which, yeah, OMAC has never looked cooler. Every time I see OMAC, I'm always like, oh, God, OMAC, I just do not give a shit. But (laughs) this version of OMAC on a team, I'm like, okay, I'm interested now. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: We got Light Ray on there, too, where I'm like, all right, I don't admittedly know much about Light Ray, but interesting pick. Yeah, of course, Grant Morrison would pick this character naturally and then finally perhaps the most surprising manchester fucking black of the elite an old superman villain who last time we saw them was a cow but is now on the team hey he's no longer a cow they they dealt with that honestly i think that's super cool to have manchester black be on a superman affiliated team especially as you know so many stories have set manchester black up to be this kind of anti superman with these mm-hmm. like antithetical ideas about what it means to be a superhero like how how does superman get that guy on the team and you know what is his uh reason uh what is it to oppose uh war world and mongol and everything
1: yeah it is definitely an interesting makeup for a team uh totally like totally different characters than i would thought that superman would want to get for a team very. like this but and again it makes me want to read like it makes me want to like learn like how exactly he's going to get these together for this Same. book because this book's only three issues really it's that short Yeah, it's, it's a very short it's
0: like a little mini series because obviously oh, wow. like the action comics and superman is leading into it right right right, right. oh and enchantress too is also on the team which <laughs> yeah okay she's getting another big push post-suicide squad good for her yep but yeah, this uh, this looks really cool. This is the most excited I've been to read a Grant Morrison book in a while. And man, the design work here is so good. That is a good-looking older Superman. I like that the
1: costume isn't over-designed, for once. Very. It's very... simple. It's like a shirt. It's like pants, a belt, a kingdom come symbol, and like some gloves. There's no fucking... Jim Lee lines Mm. all throughout the suit or anything. Yeah, high collars, long sleeves with the the thing piping on the Mm. end. None of that
0: shit. I like he doesn't have a cape, but he has kind of like a different sort of fabric on the shoulders Mm -hmm. to give the illusion of a cape. Yep, yep. And to think too, they've been building up to this as long as they have because obviously if you've read the new Superman book, he's kind of like, hey, I'm writing my journal all these things happened in the past because you know I had to leave earth for a reason which we now know is to fight war world and to do this.
1: Yeah, and we saw the outcome of that in uh the future state Superman War of Worlds where he gets trapped on on War World and becomes a gladiator fighter
0: with that yeah. symbol as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, it, it's all it all ties together, man. <laughs> man, that's right. I totally forgot. Yeah, why did he have the kingdom come symbol ever? Because this cuz they knew. Yeah. And that's holy why the shit.
1: team, that's why in those backups in that book, uh, Midnighter was like searching for Superman because he was trapped on Warworld.
0: That's right. Holy shit. That's right because they, they were teammates. Oh my God. Yeah. Leave it to Morrison, too, to make me actually kind of give a shit about a new version of the Authority now, even though it's mostly just the Authority in name and a couple members. Yeah, yeah. It's a new Authority. A new authority. I'm fine I wonder too. It's like how, how will they get to that name? Because Superman would never be the sort of person to call his team the Authority. The Authority. Well, they're is probably not particular. actually
1: called that in the book. That's just no, like what not. they're calling them because it's like Midnighter
0: and Apollo were there, and yeah, fair enough. But uh, yeah, this uh, this looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, looks great. No two ways about it. I am very, very much on board with this, and I'm interested to see where it's going to go, especially you know, after so many years of Superman under Bendis and every idea being like, mm, I don't like that. Mm, I don't <laughs> like that. I like this, though. <laughs> I definitely like this. And you're probably thinking, like, well, if Superman is heading off into space and everything, you know, well, what's what's gonna be happening with his son and whatnot, especially as John has become such a major fixture in the Superman and action comics comics. That series is basically, you know, become the Batman and Robin, but with the Superman family, well, we know what's gonna happen with him, Bat. We do. He's becoming Superman. He's becoming Superman. Holy shit. Again which they talked about in future state it's actually coming Mm -hmm. to fruition but it's not going to be philip kennedy johnson who's going to be writing the superman son of kal-el book get it instead of you know last son of krypton it's son of kal-el it's going to be tom fucking taylor writing it
1: i had i already knew he was going to be writing this before it was announced
0: as well really how'd you know did it get Uh, leaked somewhere i have my waist Got my ways, my ways. I got ways the the Australian grapevine. It's been going around <laughs> there. Every Australian person felt a great disturbance in the forks and they knew <laughs> <laughs> that it was gonna be Tom Taylor. Man, so freaking cool, especially because we've seen Taylor write John in other books and he has a good, good handle on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm definitely on board with this, and man, I was not expecting them to give John such the big push that they were doing post-Future State, but here they are.
1: Yeah, it's almost like they actually like this character and want to
0: want him to succeed, despite what all these people would have you think. And also, it's a great way, too, to tell stories about young, you know, a a young, inexperienced Superman that you can't really tell anymore because Superman is older now. So, yeah, you can tell lots of different sorts of stories with John as a Superman just coming into the role.
1: Yeah, yeah, set up his own stories, his own villains, uh, some of which we've already seen in
0: Future State with brain cells and uh, uh, Trojan. Yeah, we absolutely have seen that. It's like, man, this is... This is pretty cool. And it's funny. A uh, Taylor, too, joked on Twitter where it's like, well, how are you going to have time to do all this, Tom? You're doing a Marvel thing. You're doing Nightwing. You're doing all this other stuff. And now you're taking <laughs> Superman. He's like, easy. I'm just not going to be sleeping for the next couple years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's got a big Marvel event coming out that he does. was meant to come out ages ago, but got pushed back. Yeah. Dark ages
0: or whatever. Yeah. That was meant to come out ages ago, like before <laughs> Heroes Reborn was a thing yeah what a what a busy guy tom taylor maybe this is also why he had to stop writing suicide squad when he did because he's like no i got all these other projects i have to do <laughs> yeah maybe where it's like look i can keep writing uh, suicide squad or i can write you know superman son of kal-el they, and they like offered it to him and he's like yeah okay I'm, that's the one i want to do <laughs> fair enough and probably another deceased and probably more injustice stuff because i mean that stuff always seems to be on his plate absolutely sleep is for the tortoises says Chemdog. dog yeah yeah i guess it is <laughs> but yeah this looks really cool and uh, also too just big stuff happening for the superman line in general i'm not used to seeing this much movement in the superman family of books they're also redesigning the action comics logo for the first time in like ages yeah and it looks awesome it is it's a simple you know redesign but it looks good it looks really good yeah it looks shiny we also got that Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow book too from Tom King, which hey, I'm gonna give a try because I actually think Tom King would be a good fit for the Supergirl.
1: <laughs> I yeah, I just, I just have a feeling that it's gonna be like everything else, where it just devolves into like mm. depression.
0: But but it's a mini, and it's you know the super. It, family. That's what
1: that's what that's what I really like. It's like six issues or something, which is like totally doable.
0: He he can't go too far off the rails. He's got to have a beginning, middle, and end i want to know what the deal with the sword is and even if it is a trip into like tom king's depression at least supergirl admittedly has a lot to be sad about so maybe <laughs> it is a good fit
1: yeah 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 i could see it's a it's good fit but yeah it it, it it again depends on what he does with it and as as I've s- i said before when the book was actually announced i'm kind of concerned because he doesn't write the best
0: female characters no They're always he writes-
1: extremely one note he writes his
0: wife is all yeah. he ever writes. And he is yeah. basically admitted as much. That's not me like calling the man out. He has more or less said, yes, I only write my wife and things which yeah. uh this will be interesting and i also gotta wonder too because obviously that new gods movie isn't happening mm-hmm. so it looks like tom king can't you know escape comics and go to hollywood like he very clearly wanted to so maybe he's like oh I, I gotta be the most tom king i've ever been i gotta give 110 percent on this supergirl mini i tell you
1: yeah oh he's been 100 percent tom king on that rorschach book did you hear his rorschach is literally frank miller
0: is it I like like
1: uh, like not, not not like a frank miller analog? Like actually Frank Miller, wow,
0: yeah, he's just actually Frank Miller. Holy shit, yeah, yeah, and making Rorschach Frank Miller is a commentary on. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I know who who knows what any of his shit means anymore. <laughs> It means whatever you want it to mean. Maybe Frank Miller being Rorschach is the friends we made along the way. Did you think about that? (laughs) Maybe the power was in Frank Miller all along. Maybe this is this
1: his heavy handed way of saying that, like, see, Rorschach bad.
0: Maybe I mean <laughs> the I mean the friggin' funny thing about Frank Miller is that like well actually in the beginning he believed like all these different things but then 9/11 broke his brain yeah yeah <laughs> you could actually see him as he changed like Frank Miller pre Holy Terror post Holy Terror <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> there's your uh there's a little smattering of super uh man family news for you everyone and i gotta say it's gonna be an interesting time for all these books i bet you must be it's, stoked matt
1: it's great to see that the superman is actually getting like a bunch of different books that's not including like the ones that are already going on at the moment like the yeah. red and blue and all that sort of stuff
0: yeah, yeah 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 this definitely seemed like one of these things where it's like hey don't you usually reserve this treatment for batman
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's like w- wait a minute what's going on here these are all secretly batman books aren't they
0: yeah really oh geez, it's like dc remember they have uh what is it characters <laughs> that aren't just batman and bat related yeah. characters yeah <laughs> though they seem to keep forgetting that they have other imprints
1: yeah they keep making imprints like they made a dc horror
0: imprint yes. this week and i'm like
1: you guys already have one of them
0: Yeah. Didn't you guys have Vertigo and New Vertigo? And didn't you guys have Black Label? And what happened to Young Animal? And what happened to Wonder? And what happened to all the... Literally, friggin' DC, when it comes to imprints, is that kid who's like, Mommy, can we get popsicles? But honey, you have popsicles at home. Yeah, but I want different popsicles, though.
1: I do, I do find it funny, though, because I remember uh, it was, like, a little while ago. You remember how, like, people were, like, saying, oh, DC's cutting back all their books. They're, mm. they're only going to be doing a handful of books now. And yet they go and announce, like, a smattering of a all these of new, new books.
0: books. Like, like pro- probably double of what they used to have. <coughs> Again, another reminder is if we needed it not to listen to reactionaries on the internet. Yeah. Because <laughs> nine times out of ten, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got going on here? Uh, ooh, here's a good one and an surprised one, very unexpected. Uh, you and I actually talked last week, Matt, that uh, Justice League Unlimited was having their big, was it like 20th anniversary, 25th anniversary this year? It's a big anniversary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, to coincide with it, hey, we're getting a continuation, Justice League Infinity, a comic series from Jam Mathis, James Tucker, and a few other people who actually worked on the show, and it looks pretty dope. It looks damn cool it actually looks better than that batman the adventure continues books because this one didn't try and ape the art style this one just tried to have an art style that's reminiscent of the show
1: yes i'm glad and hopefully as well uh this is going to be like a bit longer form of a comic than those same uh like adventure continues where they're all
0: like 10 pages long double double all like all like spread pages yeah Again, I love the concept of digital comics. It needs to be embraced for the future of the medium and everything in production. But yeah, just... 10 pages is not enough to tell some of these stories yeah it's
1: why like a lot of them like second son i've been waiting for at least two of the actual physical issues to come out before i cover it so there's enough content there for a video
0: yeah absolutely because again it always feels like you're just getting started it's like and it's done like i need to go back and read challenge of the super suns Mm because i keep waiting for them to collect it all in like a volume that i can actually read yeah Which, to be fair, like, even something, you know, amazing that people always hold up, like, Injustice, didn't really get going until people could start reading it in trades. Yeah, I agree. And maybe this will be one of those, maybe it won't be. But yeah, great team of people, they reunited for this, and perfect time for it as well, for what many people consider to be the best version of the Justice League. Exactly, yeah. And again, with that
1: big anniversary and everything, it's just perfect
0: timing. Totally on board with this, couldn't be happier. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, alright then, so moving on from there, hey, we got some more news coming down the pipeline of brand new DC titles, and this one is Suicide Squad flavor, just in time for the new movie, it's Suicide Squad Get Joker by Brian Azzarello.
1: Yeah, again, another Black Label book that's
0: essentially a Batman book. (sighs) That is Batman-focused, yeah, yeah. Also, too, I wonder, there was a rumor way back when, we talked about rumors that ended up being true, that Azzarello was gonna be writing the Suicide Squad and that wally was going to be on it i wonder if this is like an evolution of that story that he got to tell anyway probably yeah they're like you can't do this
1: now so we'll just give you a black label book and and you can tell it and everywhere. replace wally with i think red hood red hood's
0: on the yeah, team now yeah <laughs> that makes a lot of sense also hey surprising that red hood never has been press ganged into joining the suicide squad that feels like a real no-brainer it does doesn't it and hey, uh, say what you want about Azarello's writing, and we have, oh boy, have we, on this <laughs> show. But Alex Malieve is going to be drawing it, so it's going to look real good. It, it is. It's going to look good. And this cover looks real good, and the couple pages that we have seen of it actually looks pretty good. And even the premise is like, hey, what if Waller decided enough of Joker's bullshit? Let me send my Black Ops team to go kill him. <laughs> Again, it's a pretty cool premise, and one that I'm surprised hasn't really been done before same and because it's a black label book they might actually get to do it yeah you you reckon they'll kill joker even if it's just a black label book i don't know i mean if any series could do it and if any writer could do it it could be brian azarello because azarello's general you know coda for writing the last couple years has been fuck you i can do whatever i want i don't care if you don't like it
1: that's true i could see it also like because red hood's on the team he's gonna have red hood kill joker but then also it'll just be basically what jeff johns did with three jokers letting him kill a joker and
0: yeah i don't know i guess we'll wait and see i will say i am more interested in checking this out than i would be any other uh just regular old azarello project Mm -hmm,
1: mm
0: -hmm. you had me at suicide squad (laughs) man again to think with that movie coming out we're actually gonna get you know so many like multiple suicide squad projects yeah and a lot of them so far have been pretty good they have been yeah they really have been <laughs> the chat saying wasn't azarella working on a birds of prey black label there was a lot of black label books that I were think in was production also that working never got on made. like
1: an amazon one or something i thought that yeah. was
0: kelly sudeconic that was working on that one
1: i'm fairly certain i heard his name passed around for like probably not the same one but like same sort of like a wonder woman one or something
0: mm-hmm. yeah maybe
1: yeah, he's had a
0: lot of, like, things come up in the last couple of years that never panned out for some reason. Yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, there's Get Joker, everyone, which, again, is kind of like a Get Carter, Get Shorty reference in and of itself. <laughs> Will there be dancing? I don't know. I guess we'll have to read it and find out. hmm <laughs> Now, another new title uh, coming from DC, and this one is probably the most unexpected yet. I know I'm saying that a lot, but I legitimately did not think that this book would ever happen again. Blue and Gold, that's a booster gold Blue Beetle book written by Dan Jurgens, which Juergens has said on Twitter that this has apparently been on the docket at DC multiple times over the last since, 10 years. Since the 80s. Since the 80s, and this is the first time that they've actually said, you know what, sure, let's do it.
1: Yeah, and which is really intriguing since it's been since the 80s, since obviously the story would have changed quite a bit because yeah. the premise of this is the two basically try... It sounds like they basically start a prank channel on YouTube and like become social media influencers, which is very strange. They got someone
0: like Dan Juergens to write it since, yeah.
1: you know, I love the man, but he's a boomer. <laughs>
0: boy is he ever and he really hates john stewart too not john stewart the green lantern john stewart the comedian <laughs> Yeah.
1: so like is he really the best guy to be writing about you know
0: social media and influencer analytics and all yeah, that sort of stuff maybe not where it's like look i love the concept of blue and gold and i love how funny booster gold and blue beetle were back in the day when jurgens were writing them but yeah <laughs> right now uh, i don't know like this,
1: like this this the whole premise screams like mark russell
0: very very like you know maybe he should co-write this with someone or maybe he should like hand it off to someone else who's mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more you know plugged in when it comes to comedy yeah i don't know like i love that it exists on one hand but on the other hand it's like ooh, i would have loved this more if it ex if this existed a couple decades ago yeah <laughs> but hey you know for people who have been dying for it here you go here's blue and gold here's uh, your booster gold blue beetle series which man, when you think about like the pantheon of like comedic characters and comics, these ones are like near the top. But also how you see their influence works on like so many other books, and how the Harley Quinns and Deadpool's of the world have been like eating this, you know, duo's lunch for a long time. Or it's like, no, no, we're the funny ones now.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's strange that it's taken them this long to bring that back, especially yeah, after like like the Harley Quinn like TV series and her books and stuff like that have done. That really new well. Modok thing. Ma-
0: Mark Russell's stuff has done really Very. well. So
1: like, why has it taken them this long to bring these
0: characters back? I guess, you know, that's just, you know, regular, you know, working in a creative field, you know, for a big corporation. Good ideas take forever to mill their way through. Yeah, and it's not as like these characters are niche as well. They have pretty no. big fan bases. They, they were in development for a long time. Weren't we supposed to get movies and TV shows yeah. with them for a bit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Weird. Well, I mean, good for them. Happy to see it, and also too, I feel this is a book that maybe they feel more comfortable putting out now in the Infinite Frontier era, where it's like it happened on another Earth, it happened somewhere else. If you don't like it, yeah, yeah, we can we can take more risks there. We can take more chances, which is fine by me. Yeah, um,
1: we also didn't we didn't have it on the list as well, but they also announced a Shazam book.
0: Oh yeah, that's right by, by uh, uh Sheridan.
1: Yeah, Tim Sheridan, who wrote him in uh, uh Future State. Again, That's it looks right. to—I think it looks to be following on from those sorts of stuff that they were doing in *Future State* mm-hmm. with him
0: and the Titans and everything. Because Billy Batson is part of the Titans Academy. That's now. right, he is. Which I thought that—I remember reading that. I'm like, oh, Billy, how far you've fallen without your movie? Now you're just a cog in the <laughs> Titans machine. And I'm like, okay, he is getting his own book just in time for the new movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't—I don't know if I can open up my heart again, Matt. I don't know if I can love again. <laughs> when it comes to a shazam book i opened up my heart last time and i was hurt i was hurt and cut <laughs> off at the knees and i just i just don't know anymore man I just that was know. the
1: dio's fault <laughs> yeah
0: i mean that was a lot of people's pissing contest in that one clearly but uh, I mean, I guess I'll give it a try. Like you know, I I want Shazam to succeed. I love the concept of the character. I wonder what Sheridan's new approach will be. I know you were telling me the last book he did with Shazam was kind of like a murder mystery. Yeah, yeah, it was actually super
1: interesting, and a lot of people fucking hated it because I guess probably because it wasn't you know r- wacky adventures in mm. Philadelphia. Is something different? It wasn't. And yeah, Harry yeah, it was Potter. like it, it was like um yeah. Uh, the villain like uh messed with shazam's mind and made him kill a bunch of people um and free the unkindness Mm -hmm. from from hell which was like raven possessed by all seven of the deadly sins
0: right right yeah i mean i'll I'll definitely give it a look over i mean you know as i mentioned it's 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 gonna be hard for me to love again but i'll (laughs) I'll give it a try because yeah you you said really good stuff about sheridan and yeah maybe maybe this will be the uh what is it the shazam book that finally sticks i mean weirder Hmm. things have happened right
1: yeah i think it's only a mini but it could lead to like it's probably going
0: to build to something maybe a mini is for the best because it feels like you know shazam is one of those characters much like booster gold and blue beetle that dc is endlessly falling in and out of love with where it's like you fans say you love them but we say they don't sell so like you know (laughs) yeah yeah See, the, that's why you got to put them all together on one team is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. It is a four-issue mini, says the chat. Okay.
1: Yep. Why does uh. Billy not going through be make no sense? People grow up.
0: Yeah, That's literally. what happens
1: when you grow up.
0: The characters are not placed in amber. I mean, sometimes they're <laughs> placed in amber, and that can be a problem when they don't change with the times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I know that was even like a hard pill for me to swallow when John's brought the character into the new 52 where it's like, oh, he's not the Jimmy uh, Jiminy Jillikers kid anymore. You know, he's like a tough street kid from the bad side of the tracks. And I hated that at first until I saw the movie and until the runs that came later. Sense. I'm like, yeah. so I'm like, okay, now you made it work. It was a hard pill to swallow, but that's what you got to do when it comes to updating a uh, golden age characters. Exactly. Yeah. If you didn't, Batman would still have purple gloves and be, you know, defending <laughs> rich people in New York city. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that for you uh what else we got here going on uh, Ooh, from the world of dc i know this has been a really dc uh centric show but we actually got a big new marvel story uh coming down the pipeline for you <laughs> it's the next big spider-man event matt it is. Yeah, I kind of fell off
1: Spider-Man, but I, I, I'm I, too far behind to actually catch up at the moment. So I'm just going to jump on when this event starts. I've been there's, keeping up with what's been going on, though.
0: There's I through me. yeah. I mean, that's the good thing about doing this show. We can compare notes and keep each other up to date. But yeah. Uh, From the mind that brought you Hunted and Last Remains comes Sinister War, the next new Spider-Man event that will probably work exactly like those events did and that you'll get special 0.5 issues and tie-ins and the main series.
1: And if rumors are true, get you ready for the new Spider-Man film which will apparently feature the Sinister Six
0: isn't isn't that fun that Dr. Octopus comes back in a big bad way to be a big bad villain right around the same time Alfred Molina is uh what is it ripe to be in the new movie yeah and is it just like the art like how it's like uh colored but like is Doc Ock like blonde now (laughs) yeah he looks I think it's the light hitting his face but yeah, yeah he looks weird doesn't he yeah yeah that's that's not an artistic choice I would have made.
1: <laughs> that's the only thing that is that he comes back and the only thing that changes is that he's blonde now. So like Spider-Man doesn't recognize him
0: secret boss sauce says and it will drive my other co-host sal mad uh funny you should say that secret boss sauce uh, literally when this news broke i wrote it to him because we were just having a conversation where he's like man why does every event have to have the word war in it now why is like war this big selling thing and then i'm like hey sal guess what the new spider-man event just dropped it's called sinister war yeah well it's that
1: because of infinity war and, yeah, you know, it was a
0: very popular. So of course it's got to be called that. Infinity War, Joker War, Civil War, even that like uh predates all that other stuff. Yeah. War, what is it good for? Selling comic books apparently. <laughs> uh I will say the premise here is actually pretty cool. It's Doc Ock returning in a big bad way to fuck up Spider-Man's life and reuniting uh most of the original version of the sinister six to do battle against vultures sinister or savage six which was made up of a bunch of animal themed villains that we saw at the end of hunted and uh they're all basically fighting each other to see who's going to get a chance to kill spider-man they do not mention the all-female sinister syndicate but i'm sure they will also be involved in this as well knowing spencer they will be they'll be like the uh the the 11th hour like right hey you forgot us
1: whose music is that (laughs)
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Lady Dog Octopus running in with a chair off the top, what <laughs> you know, We do actually know they're involved because, uh, what is it, Beetle and uh, Randy Robertson are involved in this newest mm-hmm. story arc and, like, literally the syndicate are her friends. So she's just like, yeah, yeah. you know, my, uh, what is it, my social worker boyfriend is a civilian and he wants me to stop supervillaining. I'm not going to do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and uh, as uh, fans were quick to bring up uh, another interesting factor that I did not know about because I never actually finished that Superior Spider-Man book uh, by Gage. Apparently, uh, Ock went back to being old Ock after he made a deal with Mephisto, interestingly yeah. enough. So Mephisto may actually be pulling the strings of this one. What isn't
1: he pulling the strings of at the moment? He's Everything. Got, like Howard Stark up
0: doing his like dirty
1: work. Mm. He's, he's, like, pulling the strings on, like, like the, the Avengers and stuff that's going mm. on. And, and oh, this. this. and Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the devil doesn't take
0: any breaks, Matt. The devil don't sleep. The devil's got to do his <laughs> dirty work all day, every day. That's why he got to be down with the devil. From his tower in New Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Which is not his prison anymore, but he keeps no. it anyway, because why would you give up yeah. running a casino? You wouldn't. It's easy money. <laughs> You know how much sinning you can do in a casino, Matt? Lots of sinning. You can do all seven (laughs) at once if you're lucky. Oh, man. So, yeah, this looks fairly interesting. It's so funny, you know slot was on the spider-man book for a decade and it's like no one's ever gonna write more spider-man than dan slot and nick spencer's like hold my fucking beer
1: (laughs) i'm gonna do it in the half the time
0: in (laughs) half the time how are you gonna do it an event every year that has special 0.5 issues that's not every year
1: like every six months like we've we've just finished last remains and all that
0: sort of stuff that's true i guess we did and now this is already starting up for the summer for july so this is going to be one of marvel's big summer events now is this going to be running concurrent with uh heroes reborn well heroes reborn starts really soon i'll talk about that when we talk about what we read this week uh, right but, okay. it, but
1: it starts at least within the next month
0: right right okay yeah because yeah i I would really hate if these were all running at the same time oh yeah and in june we got chameleon conspiracy you're right so we got a whole other i think that one might just be a storyline but yeah that's right that one that's running before sinister war so chameleon conspiracy is just an appetizer for sinister war
1: And, and then we've got obviously tom taylor's dark ages whenever that drops
0: i was gonna say chameleon is he on here no he's not on here even though he was a sinister six member at one point then again he could be on here and we wouldn't know he's the chameleon he could be anybody (laughs) yeah
1: he could be he could be craven (gasps) oh he could be spider-man we don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not actually spider-man in this story
0: yeah chameleon he's everywhere man that would be a fuck of a thing Yeah, sinister war it's against spider-man now it was actually the chameleon all along
1: yeah spider-man is like nowhere even in this book
0: Nowhere. I mean, he was barely in Hunted, if we want to get real. That story wasn't even really about him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which didn't bother me, but other people pulled their hair out over it. Also, (laughs) too, this cover confirming what I've been saying forever. Hey, you don't like his new costume, everyone? Don't worry, he's not keeping it. Yeah, yeah, it was obvious he wasn't. Yeah, it's an arc-long story. You think they're going to get rid of one of the most famous, most recognizable, most marketable costumes of all time? Yeah. (laughs) New. No. (laughs) But uh, yeah, there's your Sinister War, everyone, coming just in time for my birthday. <laughs> it's just for you, Joel, all the Sinister Sixes. They're all here and they're more sinister than ever. Uh, now, after that, we actually do have some movie news. I know this was a nice big comic book dominated episode, but there is uh, movie news out there. Captain America 4 is apparently already in development, Matt. Makes sense. Yeah, now how interesting is that, that Captain America 4 is already in development right after Falcon and Winter Soldier (laughs) comes to a close this week? It's funny how things work that way. It's almost like they planned it. It's almost like they were ready for it. (laughs) And with that, I guess we can talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier for this week, the finale. (laughs) Yeah, pretty fucking cool. Yeah, pretty cool finale. I will admit when it was done, and, you know, I had a lot of time to really think about it and dissect it, I'm like, oh... That probably would have been different if they could keep the virus plot. Oh, that was probably yeah. going to be different.
1: A lot of the the lot of the show, especially the back end of the show, was affected by COVID, and they, I think they did the best they could with what they had. Like, yeah, they could, wouldn't be able to change it anyway because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So they had to just run with what they had, and they yeah. used it all to pretty good effect.
0: You can, you can see the duct tape, like, in the first couple minutes where it's like, oh, the news talking over a bunch of footage as everyone moves around from something. We don't know what they're moving around from, but they're <laughs> moving around. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we finally get to see Sam don the costume, and it is a one-to-one translation from the comic. Uh, holy shit.
1: Yeah, like, it's probably one of the most comic-accurate costumes ever. And we'll talk about comic accuracy later on, because, like, there's a character who's basically the entire like his thing throughout the whole show has been he's been exactly like how he is in the comics
0: yeah so yeah freaking sam looked great looked totally awesome yeah and like
1: yeah w- when we were introduced to him with him like throwing the shield around the wings and everything it just it looks exactly like how it was in the comics how he uses the shield in the comics mm-hmm. and everything
0: looks fucking great yeah great uh, great looking costume no notes
1: yeah i I like how he owns it as well how they're like who they got people like who are you and he's like i'm captain america
0: yeah i love that in fact you know the weight the weight of being captain america is something we see explored throughout the episode and sam Mm -hmm. even says at one point i know a lot of people hate me right now just for standing here like this yeah he looks right down the barrel (laughs) of the camera yeah i know people are hating me right now yes i'm talking to the audience watching this show too who doesn't read comics but are racist anyway i'm
1: talking to the to the thousands of youtubers who will be making reactionary (laughs) videos to this
0: yeah the thousands of neckbeards out there that are mad at me just for (laughs) existing so you know this is this is for you guys uh yeah the flag smashers enact their plan to kidnap the politicians which is admittedly not much of a plan at all. Yeah, you can tell I, I, yeah, that's I what Yeah, I think Gun they were going to
1: kidnap them, then, like, gas places and stuff. Or Again, something. you could see where, like, the, the the virus plot was meant to go, but they yep. sort of had to duct tape these other scenes together.
0: To where they're even like, well, you know, even if we lose, that's okay, because our movement is already strong enough on its own. Oh, so you've already planned for this plan to fail, is what you're <laughs> saying. Yeah, Oops. yeah.
1: When, once their plans sort of start ends they're just like, well, we'll just drive these these, like, buses off this, this like, construction site.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll teach them. That'll, that'll <laughs> teach them good. <laughs> uh, I, I do appreciate, too, you know, in the bigger fight scenes with Samus Falcon, I'm sure you saw the same tweet I did because it was getting a lot of uh, mileage uh, during the run of the show. And they're like, you know, I don't think Sam has won a single fight this whole show. And, indeed, he hasn't, not on his own. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't bother me, though. In fact, with his big showdown with Carly I like that he refuses to hit the teenage girl villain.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, again being like the bigger man uh, yeah. sort of thing and like sh- kind of proving that she is wrong in what she is doing and the the one thing I didn't like about Carly especially in these last two episodes they try and paint her as like like kind of like a sympathetic villain where like mm. you're not sympathetic at all. You like burned people alive in a building and you like did all this like really horrible shit in in the name of like your cause
0: and everything and like they're you're not really redeemable there's a fair amount of trying to have their cake and eat it too right here at the end and again i feel like there was probably supposed to be more here where you're like yeah. oh she wasn't really bad she was being manipulated by the power broker yeah who is Sharon? who gets away with it but also, we're not ready to deal with that yet. Maybe because Sharon wasn't supposed to be the power broker. Maybe she always was. I don't know. Then you got the stuff with Allegra, where it's like, well, you know, in the comics, Hydra was actually secretly backing the Flag Smashers, and even they didn't know it. And I kept expecting, uh, what is it, Julia Louis-Dreyfus to step out and be like, ha, 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 this was all actually me the whole time. That's we what didn't I was waiting
1: that. for, like that, that little bit of connective <coughs> thing where it's like, oh, my plan with the sma- Flag Smashers didn't didn't work but that's okay i got myself a u.s agent now
0: out of it yeah where it's like either that was my plan all along or that was my uh what is it consolation prize I uh, was also really not expecting for Falcon and Winter Soldier to fight alongside, uh, what is it, John Walker right at the end there. I was not expecting that. They even have a moment where it's like, okay, you go left, I go right. It's like, wait, are we really working with this guy who was trying to kill us just <laughs> last week?
1: Again, it's that thing where it's like the heroes realize like the guy was wrong in what he did and everything and realize that he is just a guy thrust into this like mm. they understand where he's coming from like he's been given this captain america title and kind of thrust upon and like the weight of it is like kind of like fucked him up as well as taking the super soldier serum which mm. probably didn't help
0: yeah it, it, i guess it's also one of those things too where it's like well fuck i guess we need all the help we can get so mm-hmm. yeah but yeah, i he, recommend and,
1: and again like like as i said before like he John Walker is probably the most comic accurate character the MCU has ever had. Like, like the his his characteristics, his costume, like everything about him is just perfect, and it's 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 showcased here wonderfully. Where he, where that but where that bus is going to fall off a cliff, and he instead of trying to take down Carly, he saves the bus. He doesn't say he he fails at it, but he
0: tried to do it. But he tried. but he tried the second time too i like where it's like the truck is burning and even carly gives a look like are you are you gonna save that the other guy would probably say then he's like nope still angry then like ah crap i guess i gotta do it now (laughs) this this right after him talking about his friend lamar saying his life mattered and i'm like "Ooh, that feels yucky when he says it but that's the (laughs) point i guess yeah
1: yeah yeah again it's that it's that great uh Thing that john walker has in the comics where he, like he'll do something right but then like he'll say something like that and you'll mm-hmm. be like uh no that's wrong
0: it's it's he's complicated and mm-hmm. you know uh russell plays him as this complicated person even in the end where he is ultimately reinstated to his old job he's like hey, i'm so happy this is great dude you're wearing a black and red costume you're wearing hydra colors and you can't tell the lady helping you is secretly madam hydra you yeah. idiot you perfect yeah. idiot you
1: It's pretty great. I I like as well that shield he made. How it just like, like he it immediately like just gets destroyed. Yes,
0: smashes (laughs) instantly. It's like yeah, America. See what happens when you don't have resources from other nations.
1: Yeah, see what happens when you don't go and take other people's resources.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was forged with American steel, but the American steel industry is dying, John. Oh fuck, (laughs) didn't think about that. I drove my American car here to. Oh man, that's also dying. You're telling me shit. (laughs) But yeah, so they get a really good cool, fight. Uh, Batroc gets to be involved, which I just appreciate. They call that back from episode one, and he actually gets to be involved in the fight.
1: I like how his fight with Sam kind of mirrored uh, Steve's fight with him on the Malamarian Star in Falcon and in in, uh, Captain America in the Winter Soldier. Very much um, so. It, I thought that was pretty great, and I like that f- that again. As we said, Sam doesn't really win any battles. How Sam no. just sort of like left him, like to go deal with like that that uh the chopper and everything which was a great great like set piece that chopper chase
0: i feel that was probably a new inclusion to that chopper chase i feel like uh they added that later it worked though i I quite liked it it did again it it showcases the fact that hey our new captain america is a flyer so he should probably do some flying is what he should do
1: and and he's smart you know he uses his technology to find out that one Mm. of the persons on the on the Chopper was like a pilot, so he could take mm-hmm. out the pilot and have her jump in the seat and everything. It was great.
0: Another uh, callback, too, when he takes the pilot out, much like he did in episode one. Mm-hmm. So I appreciated that uh, little action callback there. Uh, what else was going on? There was a lot of stuff going on in this one. Uh, a lot of stuff that feels like setup. So, yeah, freaking uh, Sharon Carter is the power broker, and she more or less gets away scot-free, killing anyone who could ever have fingered her.
1: Yeah, I, I have a feeling that we're going to find out that... Because uh, so I kind of feel like it was meant to happen in this, but for whatever reason, it didn't. But um, like at the in her end credits scene, uh, we see that she's happy to take the pardon and get her reinstated mm. into her old position because then she gets access to like government secrets and whatnot. Yeah. I have a feeling it was meant to be revealed she was meant to be a scroll.
0: Interesting. Because
1: that whole thing feels like a scroll, like a scroll infiltrating as her, All as right. the Power Broker it gets all like military secrets and stuff so they can easily invade. invade huh
0: yeah maybe who knows i mean they could still pull that trigger to be like yeah, sharon yeah. how could you possibly be evil because i'm not sharon yeah
1: again it felt like that's what that scene should like there should have been some hint in that last in that post-credit scene that she's a scroll and which, maybe they hey, just didn't do it for that or something
0: which hey speaking of which uh what is it Emil clark they uh cast for that and everyone's already jumping to the conclusion that she must be playing the scroll queen
1: yeah yeah
0: maybe I, I
1: i that's a bit too uh
0: on, on the, the nose, nose. yeah uh, oh, oh what she played one queen on television so now she has to play another yeah yeah though if they did cast her a spider woman that would actually be kind of fun wouldn't that be a crazy thing for the marvel cinematic universe oh in our universe a uh, spider woman was always a skrull and she was always the skrull queen first yep. before she was anything else that'd be pretty cool that would be a hell of a twist to do that. Then in the comics, you could introduce a new Skrull Queen Spider-Woman.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, she's Mephisto. Exactly, chat Yeah, Sharon she's the able- aerospace she was- engineer. She was actually just Mephisto. There you go. So you cracked the case, <laughs> chat. This is why we have you. Uh, Sam, of course, wins the day. It's not a great victory. You know, you wish he could have done more. Which, again, I appreciate. I think that's a very Captain America thing. To always yep. wish you could have done more and help more people gives an impassioned speech and basically manages with just the power of his words getting to browbeat the senators and politicians to more or less do what carly and the flag smashers wanted to do and that is hey don't rouse these displaced people they've been through enough already
1: yeah again using his words and not like killing a bunch of people and whatnot but as well i really enjoyed that scene but it screamed covid reshoot to me yep yep, yeah it 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 felt like that was meant to be at like a um hearing like a presentation yeah hearing or something and it was meant to be like seen around the world by like all different people and they shoot
0: it so close right yeah
1: yeah yeah and there's even cameras there and everything and but yeah it felt like a a covid reshoot
0: it's literally like, okay, we got to do this right quick in this very moment. I got to get, I, I, I got to basically hammer home the theme of the show, and I got to wrap it all up, and and I got to have something good happen, but not something so good that we can't make sequels. Is the thing I felt <laughs> that was like what a lot of people you know, who, like, this was their first Marvel show or their first big, like, you know, important Captain America story. They're like, hey, not much changed at the end. And I'm like, welcome to comics where not much ever changes because we need to have adventures next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it breaks down to. It's it's not a moral failing of any of the heroes. It's just kind of like, hey, man, this is this is how the game is played. Mm-hmm. Uh, they definitely play into this bigger theme where it's like, look, you might not always get everything you want. It might be painful and it might hurt, like, Bucky eventually having to go and, uh, what is it, reveal to Yuri that he killed his son. But in the end, it's ultimately worth it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it it was great. Yeah, it was ultimately worth it because you get to go to, like, like, fishing barbecues. There you go. Go seafood barbecues.
0: <laughs> man, I love that Bucky brought like just like a cheap grocery store cake. I'm like, yep, he'd do that. He's <laughs> yeah, that guy. He, he picked
1: it up at the gas station on the way in.
0: <laughs> oh shit, I should bring something. Oh crap, what do we got? Oh cake, cake. Everybody likes cake. <laughs> and like, look, you'll talk shit about the man who brought the cake, but you're gonna eat the cake, is the thing. <laughs> like, no one hates cake that much that they're not gonna eat it, even if it's the cheapest, most garbo <laughs> cake. You're gonna eat it. <laughs> so maybe he's smart actually and uh, of course we get the big final uh what is it Um uh, I, g- I guess resolution you would call it with uh isaiah bradley and again this also felt a little covid reshooty too where it's like hey you know i i, I was sure to tell your story uh isaiah you know you're now part of the captain america legacy and it's like that's good I think he was more mad about going to jail for 30 years than being forgotten, but that's good, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It felt like it was meant to be in part of that big speech where he was meant to sort of talk about Isaiah and whatnot. But I'm glad actually Isaiah lived because I was for sure thinking that Zemo was going to find out about him and like try and come and kill him. And that's going to be how like Eli
0: gets involved. I mean, maybe, again, the fact that this was six episodes, not eight, maybe that was going to be in an episode they yeah. had to crack. You're right. They leave that very open-ended. Zemo with his whole death to super soldiers all over the place. He kills the other, uh, what is it, Flag Smashers, finishing them off. A- again, this this show is interesting because all, all the villains won in the end and all the villains got exactly what they wanted. Yeah,
1: yeah it's actually quite cool. Yeah, all the villains and only one villain really died. Which is probably for the best since I don't think Carly Morgenthau could ever come back in anything good. Like, I mean, flag smash, like, no one gives a shit about them.
0: (laughs) I mean, no, not really. And I mean, she wanted to die. She even said, like, look, I I, I can die, but my message will live on. That's the point of, you know, any revolutionary leader to outlive uh, what is it, your message. So, yeah, like, literally what is it literally all the villains got what they it was a happy ending where every villain got what they wanted
1: yeah and i have to imagine we're gonna see zemo and something else he's gonna oh, be yeah. busted out of prison by uh elaine there and and made to join the thunderbolts or something
0: there's a great uh yeah there's a lot of really really solid groundwork set up if they ever wanted to do a thunderbolt show and you know i would eat that up with a spoon absolutely yeah also to the idea where it's like uh what is it a uh, walker doesn't know he's being manipulated by the bad guy but he's so clearly being manipulated by another bad guy and oh, when he, he figures he's that so out
1: stupid he's just so happy that he's like back
0: yeah i got a new costume it's black you see it yeah those are the colors of hydra you idiot <laughs> oh but it looks good hey honey i did it
1: i i wonder if like um now obviously because like uh we've got uh the Baron, uh, blame Madame Hydra there, Baroness mm. there. It's hard uh, not to call her the Baroness. I agree. Yeah. Uh, when, um, now that we think that obviously Hydra's coming back, do you think that means that we're going to get C shield come back as well at some point?
0: I mean one kind of has to set up the other. And when they say that it's like, oh, Sharon Carter, you get to take back your old job. I'm like, wasn't her old job in shield, or is it like the equivalent to what her old job was? Does she get like
1: transferred to like sword now?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say, is it yeah, is the new battle gonna be sword versus hydra instead of shield versus hydra? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, all in all, pretty decent conclusion. There's some like confused ideas here and there that I can kind of look past because I was having a good time with it. And also Here's the wonderful thing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Even if we don't 100% nail certain ideas here, we got five or six more shows and projects where we can hammer it out and fix it
1: yeah and again we're getting we're getting a captain america 4 film which uh obviously sam's going to be a big part of yeah and yeah that's going to probably uh again flesh out the bigger picture sort of stuff and yeah I, it makes me wonder as well This like so obviously he's going to be in this thing like what happens to bucky now does he get to be yeah. part of that film does i was he get say. his own series like what happens with him now
0: Yeah, because he finished his book, which assumingly means he's finished his character development, so they gotta give him something else to care about now.
1: Yeah, what's he- is he gonna- it'd be pretty cool if, like, he became like, okay, I've finished everything, I don't really have anything now, I'm going to become a nomad-
0: yeah, I mean, that would be a pretty good thing. Hey, if if they should steal any ideas from the comics, steal that new Kyle Higgins run where he, like, helps people get out of bad situations and everything. Yeah. He's basically like a one-man A-team. If you yeah. can find him, you can hire the Winter Soldier. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty good, because I mean, obviously, people want more of this guy. They want more Sebastian Stan. So there you go. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely.
1: I'd love to see more of him. Yeah, he obviously can't go back to like uh, Wakanda or anything. So he's got no, not, got real no place to go. So like, yeah, him just like kind of wandering, wandering the country and
0: just like helping people would be pretty awesome. Your Wakanda privileges have been provo- uh, revoked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out, man. Uh, oh, the chat mentioned Shang-Chi. Yeah, did we talk about the Shang-Chi trailer? Did that happen we didn't, this week? No, they that came Western? out like the day after we did our show oh, last okay. week. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks cool. It looks really it cool. It looks really fucking cool. So- I like that the, the
1: ten rings aren't rings. Mm. They're like big bands that go around yeah. your finger and probably would fit actually on the finger of like a certain dragon.
0: Yeah, I was going to say are they going to keep them being magic or are they going to do the mo- uh, the comic thing where they're actually alien technology? But then again, this is Marvel where magic and alien technology are basically the same goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh man, Simulu, that guy's going to be a fucking movie star, isn't he? Oh, he's so charismatic he really he's got the swagger he's got the determination he's got the charisma and he barely talks in the trailer and he's just charismatic as shit
1: yeah and and he's got some pretty good fucking kung fu moves on him
0: Mm that he does and also he's a friggin' canadian guy from my neck of the woods he was like born and raised like 2 hours away from where i live so good on you buddy y- your success feels like my success even though i've done nothing are you going to be in the next shang chi joe oh i hope so i really i hope they film it at uh, kim's convenience and i can just show up there <laughs> also man aquafina man she's sure been lucky with disney the last little bit hasn't she
1: yeah i, I was actually surprised i was like i don't automatically hate this because yeah. i don't particularly like her and all like like she was fine in that Raya in the last dragon Agreed. but like all the other stuff i've seen her in in live action i've been like ah oh, this is very grating but here she's
0: just cool she, she's one of those performers that works very hard to build a persona Like Mm -hmm. I feel like none of us have actually met the real Aquafina and probably Mm -hmm. never will. It's it's kinda like an Aubrey Plaza thing too. It's like you're not actually like that in real life, but you portray that because that's part of the performance in and of itself. But yeah, where it's like Yeah, yeah, where it's like, I like Aubrey Plaza's performance. I don't know if I like Aquafina's performance as herself. But yeah, she's, uh, she was good in ran and the Last Dragon, and she looks like she might be good here too. Again, obviously we know she's got the comedy chops and the improv chops, which when you're doing a Marvel thing is basically a prerequisite. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it looks cool. Falcon and Winter Soldier was cool. Cannot wait for that fourth movie, especially now where it's like, okay, movies, you can actually do something really awesome here. You can pick up the ball that the comics arguably dropped by giving up on Sam as Captain America too early yeah yeah
1: i i have to imagine yeah we're gonna get well I, I imagine for this first film we're gonna get like probably like first arc as captain america adapted yeah. in some some form um, yeah yeah and like him fighting like hydra or something u.s agent because u.s agent has to be part of that film or at least like reference something yeah something in that film because yeah white russell's you know still alive at the end of that series and he's u.s agent yeah.
0: now so hey they can use it to uh, plumb the depths and explore the divide in america everyone has their own captain america now
1: i'd love if they just gave us agent a, t- a tv show and just adapted that christopher priest run which actually ends this this
0: week they might just because it's like just. the perfect like this is the story
1: you can now tell with like with like us agent now that you actually have him there this is like perfect like organically flows from what we've seen in the show mm. to like that comic it,
0: it fits really well hey you know what might be interesting with us agent unbeknowingly working for hydra and being you know god's favorite idiot and easy to manipulate what if the next captain america movie was captain america 4 secret empire where us agent takes the steve role <laughs> and ends up accidentally conquering america
1: <laughs> i could see that, that that could actually be pretty cool that, that could be cool but then it, it rides that line of like this is cool, but like this is almost like too much comedy because it'd be like, oh, a bumbling idiot, you know, brings about the Fourth Reich, you know, yeah, you know really sort of without thing. knowing it. Yeah. Hey everyone, me that and could my be, cool friend. be very stupid. You'd have to do something very, yeah, uh, do something very Different complex to make that actually stick.
0: Wyatt Russell out there on the parapet. Hey everyone, my friends in the jack boots want to bring love and joy <laughs> to all of you. Okay. <laughs> Oh, but they told me these inhumans are bad, and I don't know why Elaine from Seinfeld would lie to me, so, okay. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. U.S. <laughs> agent out. <laughs> well, geez, I hate his ideas, but he's just so charmingly stupid.
1: <laughs> you, you kind of feel sorry for him that you just want to help yeah. these people. <laughs>
0: yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, that's what Wyatt Russell does. Like, oh, you monster, I feel bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, there was your uh, DOSA Captain America, everyone. Uh, we also had Invincible this week, too. Yeah, again, the the
1: big penultimate episode, and oh,
0: boy, was it good. Uh, Omni-Man versus the world, as you could also call this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he punched and he kicked with his hands and his feet, and he killed everything that they threw at him. Yeah, oh,
1: I love I when, um, what's the character's name Mortal Man? yeah immortal man yeah he comes back to life and he's just enraged by omni-man killing him the first time and he just like lays into him but then yeah Mm. omni-man just easily punches straight
0: through him again bisects him him in in front of yeah (laughs) in front of his world in front of his son so there can be no more illusion that he is a bad guy yeah (laughs) yeah son we need to talk which is also the title of the episode yeah oh that's a
1: great line and this is a line from the comic as well
0: (laughs) It is. It's really solid. Like his eyes are all bloodshot and messed up and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of a lot of emotional weight in that episode. You know, uh, Debbie goes to Cecil, even though knowing that will mean that they're gonna try and kill her husband. Mm-hmm. And then her son ends up getting involved because no one's told him anything yet, and he goes to try and defend his dad because he thinks it's the right thing to do.
1: Yeah. He he, he doesn't know anything is actually happening, like all the behind the scenes stuff. So yeah. I like that, and then yeah, obviously his father's just gonna turn on him.
0: <laughs> this this is also arguably the worst day of Mark's life. He got broken up with by his girlfriend, and his friends continually read him the riot act and all the ways he's fucked up in the last several yeah. episodes. <laughs> the best line is from William, where it's like, nah, man, you were broken up a week ago. You just didn't know it. Didn't you know had it all yet. the you had all these tests that you were given and that you failed. You are like the samurai that's died and didn't know it." <laughs> And a lot of people didn't like that. A lot of people were like, oh, Amber's bad, and Amber's... D- 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 d-. I'm like, guys, guys... This is a deconstruction of every superhero relationship you've ever seen, every Peter MJ, every Lois Clark, where any self-respecting normal woman in the real world would be like, "No, this is too dangerous, and I will always be second best to the world." Also, it's kind of shitty that you sprung this on me—that you were a superhero—as if you thought I, that would save the relationship. Yeah,
1: yeah, I like that. Mark thought that, like, okay, if I tell her, it'll be fine. Uh, this all will be, go away, and I can go off and do my thing. And she's, yeah, she's like, "No, I uh, like, I know you're." You're invincible that doesn't like excuse you
0: <laughs> yeah that doesn't excuse your bad behavior because we live in the real world where you don't get forgiven all the time for bad behavior where yeah. superheroes and comics often do get forgiven for all their bad behavior because it is a sort of like power fantasy for yeah. the reader where they get to live without consequences in their relationships for everything they do <laughs> And a lot of I noticed a lot of viewers could not handle that. I'm like, oh, no. that means the show's doing a good job then because it's revealing something in you that you don't <laughs> like. <laughs> because again, in any other show, she would have taken him back, but not in Invincible, because nope. it's a deconstruction of the superhero genre. Yep. <laughs> right down to where Superman is your dad and also the bad guy. <laughs> Which man? That next episode, which I'm pretty sure is the finale, unless I'm wrong, is going to be. I am fairly ri- certain it is. Yeah, which it's also going to be written by uh, Robert Kirkman. Which yo, mm-hmm. yeah, hell of do a you think, thing. Do you think? Do
1: you think he'll change like much from like his original original story? I wonder like, if he- at where the comic was at this time, where the show is now.
0: I mean people people love that version so much. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if yeah. he'll want to change it much, but then again, you know, he's an older man now, so he has the opportunity and the Invincible show has been doing a lot to kind of like condense and combine and be like, "Okay, this is important." Like 30 issues from now, but we're going to actually make it important now cuz it'll feel weird if it just happens later. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess we'll see. Yeah. I know I've enjoyed getting to cover it all on the channel there, and I'll be sad when it's over. But don't worry, because a week after that, we got Bad Batch.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're
0: not stopping. We're not stopping. No, no, this this train does not stop. It just keeps on going. <laughs> the,
1: the, the, the tap has been turned on, and it's not turning off for any time soon.
0: The, the content train don't stop. chugga, 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 chugga. Chugga. <laughs> And that chugga chugga is also the sound of me pouring my money into the furnace for every app service out <laughs> like there that shovel, you need just to watch shoveling these it things. in Oh, what's that? Ted Lasso's coming back in July. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Oh god, I'm so glad. I was worried we were going to have a year without Ted Lasso.
0: Sa- same here. Look, we need we need Jason Sudeikis's non-stop positivity is what we need <laughs> more than anything. Hook it to my veins. <laughs> it'll be interesting too to see what this show is like now like post-covid because like when they made that show i don't think they ever like what is it intended that they were going to make like the happy feel-good juice for everyone in the world who needed it 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 came at just that right time like here's the thing i wonder were it not for covid and were it not for all of us being stuck inside and being really depressed and unhappy with everything i wonder if ted lasso would have been as popular
1: I wonder that too. That's funny. Cause that question I, I, uh, Louis Theroux just released a documentary about Tiger King. Um, Oh, nice. Uh, cause he, he met with the, ti- uh, uh, the guy like in 2011 before all this stuff happened. And he like kind of reviewed his own footage and like what has happened mm. since. And he, he posited the same questions, like had, we not had a pandemic would have this show would have uh carol baskin all Mm. these people joe exotic would they have been as popular as they would would they have been viewed as they are now uh had we had a pandemic like would joe be like this hero while carol is like this (laughs) monster woman
0: yeah i mean it really is like you know timing is everything and they couldn't have asked For better timing, where it's like, hey, what's the hot new Netflix thing? This? Oh, we're all stuck inside for the next year? Better watch it and better (laughs) all talk about it on Zoom and everything. Yeah. Man, Zoom. Still never really caught into that. (laughs) I saw this new app called Riverside that a lot of podcasters are doing now. It's really expensive, but it gives way more options than Skype and actually allows you to run more than one camera at once, which is almost worth... 15 bucks a month for five hours yeah. and then i'm like but we do more than five hours worth oh, of absolutely. show every week oh, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm i'm like that that almost wouldn't be good for me and then i'm like well maybe get it just for like maybe one show it's like no but, uh, i don't know <laughs> i can they just have a good app that's free man
1: <laughs> and now that's too too easy That's too easy. i just
0: want i just want a good app that's free like we could be using zoom but that's like 40 minutes and also like if i ever drop my page you'll see my screen mm-hmm <laughs> And like, you know, sometimes I got to go like read my email and shit. <laughs> you know, got to see that. But uh yes, yeah, so that was Invincible, Invincible super cool still heading to a big big finale that we'll be able to talk about next week. Yeah. Uh all right then. We want to talk about the comics we read this week then?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Let's uh let's go for it. Where would what you would like to begin, Matt? Go repeat.
1: Well, I started um a series that I actually I remember they announced and then I forgot because I, I don't think they gave a release date, but it actually released its first issue digitally, and that was
0: Infinite Frontier Secret Files. Okay, is that what that is? I saw that when yeah. I was looking for comics this week, and I'm like, but it's not it's not Infinite Frontier one, so maybe I shouldn't pick it up. Okay, so it's a digital book then, but it's yeah. also tied into the di- uh, Infinite Frontier.
1: Yeah, and you're gonna want to read it because apparently it's it's quite. Uh uh like background information heavy for the upcoming infinite frontier event oh all right joshua williamson you got me <laughs> so so the premise of it is uh at some point cameron chase has been doing all these reports uh for the d oh yeah cameron
0: chase is back yeah
1: yeah Brent bendis brought her back yeah. um Uh, have been doing all these reports uh regarding uh the multiverse and uh she has like uh, a knowledge of the multiverse and omniverse and everything now so she's been compiling reports for mr bones or director bones who's the director of the deo i love Um, there's a character
0: called mr bones yeah and
1: he's he's a skeleton and And he's he's just a hard-working skeleton man (laughs) yeah yeah um and he uh, the premise is he just he's listening to these reports and the first one is on earth 23 superman calvin ellis Mm. and the issue is about sort of a day in the life of calvin ellis and what he does as superman but then also as the president and he's stuck in this position where it's like well he's superman so he has to help people but he doesn't want the american people to be relying on him as the president to just fix Mm. solutions he wants them to come up with solutions of their own and you not have to rely on all his powers and become sort of uh sort of nonchalant about like alien invasions and stuff where it's like oh superman will just deal with it it's fine and it's him trying to balance out all of this stuff all these presidential duties plus his superman duties and his home life duties and try and find the time and he's been working in the house of heroes to try and find more time like literally find more time and he can't find it so he just has to keep doing what he does as superman in the never-ending battle right Hmm. yeah it it, it's 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 just an introduction to who calvin ellis is for new readers in infinite frontier and i imagine that's what every issue is going to be but the next right. issue is about roy harper
0: yeah people were telling me about this apparently he might have powers maybe
1: maybe yeah it's, it's it might be implied that he does maybe he doesn't no,
0: no, no. okay well you've got my attention but yeah for the, that the roy harper
1: reason. one will definitely be one that you need to read because like yeah what the hell is happening with roy harper now that he's ditched everything and is i guess road tripping around america
0: i guess yeah I, I i'd like to know what his deal is now yeah tell me tell me your deal damn it <laughs> tell me your deal and let me pat your sweet hatless head
1: <laughs> we're also getting issues i think on uh obsidian and jade mm,
0: and like naturally. uh what what jay garrick's up to a sentinel now nice yeah yeah that'll be cool yeah all right you may have sold me on this one i might have to check it out then cool for what it's worth. Alright, what else was this week? Uh Ooh, we had uh, Nightwing this week, uh seventy nine from uh Tom Taylor. I haven't read this one yet. Oh, have you not? No. I'll be I'll be brief with it then. I don't want to spoil it. Basically, hey, Dick finds out he's a rich guy now, and he's coming to terms with what it means to being a rich guy in a terrible city like Bloodhaven. <laughs> and uh, essentially, a homeless guy asks him like, "Hey, can I have some change?" And Dick's like, "Ah, oh, geez, I'm sorry, I don't really carry any money." Oh no, wait, I'm rich now. Not only can I give you some money, I can like buy you and all your homeless friends dinner at this pizza parlor that had to close down because of like implied pandemic reasons. But like, hey. I can actually feed you people and help this local business. Wait, being a rich guy is easy. (laughs) (laughs) I could use my money for so much good. And that's, yeah, basically what it comes down to is Dick trying to find new and interesting ways to use his money for good. Oh, that's cool. It's very positive. It's very feel good. That's cool. That's what Nightwing should be. It really should be. And we kind of get introduced to a new villain called Heartless who is literally going around and stealing people's hearts. Oh, as you do, yeah. As you do. He's got, like, a. it's not like he Kano's them and rips the heart out. He has, like, a weird gun that steals their hearts.
1: A gun with, like, a hand on the end?
0: Literally, yes. (laughs) Again, it's very creepy and very unsettling and also, like, (laughs) yep, gotta get my heart gun out. (laughs) And I guess, you know, the juxtaposition is supposed to be that, you know, Dick has, like, the biggest, most wholesome heart in the world. And here's Heartless (laughs) running around literally stealing hearts.
1: Uh they gotta steal the biggest heart of them all. Yeah, the
0: biggest <laughs> heart of them all. Kingdom Hearts, if you will. <laughs> uh, and then we find out that this uh, Nightwing book is actually a big Kingdom Hearts crossover. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is crazy because, you know, someone
1: stole Goofy's (laughs) heart.
0: What are we going to do, Nightwing? I'm going to beat him with my ton for sticks is what I'm going to do. It's ton
1: for key swords.
0: Oh, you joke, but like that would sell billions. (laughs) Yeah, next up, Dick gets a key blade. He buys it with his money. (laughs) Yeah, I can have this. I can have all the anime swords I want now (laughs) because I'm rich. (laughs) But yes, it's uh, it's very good. I won't spoil anything else for you because I want you to check it out. But yeah, Nightwing, Nightwing is solid. Nice. Uh, what else did you read this week, Matt?
1: Uh, I had Avengers issue 45, the big book before Heroes Reborn starts.
0: Okay, tell me all the important stuff I need to know because I want to read Heroes Reborn, but I'm also kind of worried that by not reading Avengers, I'm not going to know everything.
1: Uh, well, this one picks up uh, the long uh, gestating Vampire Nation story
0: which was also in wolverine this week
1: yeah uh so uh dracula has made his uh demands known he wants uh chernobyl where his vampires are hiding out to be recognized as the vampire nation at the un he wants a seat on the un for his son (laughs) the shadow colonel he wants like blood delivered uh, weekly and daily you know to feed the masses and everything well, he also and wants
0: a big tv he,
1: yeah and he wants <laughs> because his people aided in the battle against null uh he wants uh blade brought to him because blade uh, once the battle was over blade like killed a bunch of fucking
0: vampires Ooh. um that's so right wants... that did actually happen in the book too wow that i thought man this scene was really unnecessary in that book but holy shit for connective tissue
1: <laughs> he wants blade uh to be brought to chernobyl to face vampiric justice
0: <laughs> vampire law with vampire yeah. judges and lawyers
1: yeah yeah um and uh, the book is told from t'challa's point of view because it's kind of like a day in the life of t'challa as like the leader of the avengers and king right. of wakanda and what he has to deal with all this stuff um and how busy his day gets and he, he gets contacted by a nighthawk from the squadron supreme who uh goes on to like blame uh night uh t'challa and the avengers for all of this shit from happening even though t'challa's like you're a congressman you can stop all this and he's like no no america usa avengers bad
0: that's right because he's part of like colson's weird yeah (laughs) pro-america squadron supreme yeah
1: yeah yeah um so t'challa decides uh to tell blade what's happening and blades uh arguably upset you know understandably uh so he's like well i'm going to go kill all these vampires then it's like if you do that as an avenger that's technically an act of war and it's like well then i'll do it as a vampire hunter because i'll just quit the avengers and just do it now and uh t'challa comes up with an idea with if they want this to happen there's going to be some uh demands of their own and we find out at the end of the issue the demands are they'll let the vampires have their own nation and everything uh, except there's going to be a new sheriff in vampire nation and that sheriff is blade
0: <laughs> oh man i hope that's the blade spin-off book will inevitably get for his movie yeah
1: he, he like rocks he's got like the badge the u.s marshal badge oh, and everything oh. and, yeah and 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 uh, uh, dracula not very happy about that but that's he has to pretty do it if he dope. wants to make uh chernobyl the vampire nation
0: that's really deep. you know it didn't come out this week but in a nice another bit of connective tissue uh wolverine this week wolverine is running around killing vampires because, nice. like fuck because he's like fuck it, i'm not part of the un i can do whatever i want that explains why blade is not killing them because he's technically an avenger but wolverine's picking up the slack and uh obviously dracula's like we gotta get we gotta get that juicy succulent logan blood so we can walk in the daylight <laughs> to be a to be a real nation we need that good good canadian wolverine blood and, like, Sage and the other X-Men are talking about it, it's like, well, obviously we can't give it to them. And Beast is like, what if we give them a tainted version of it? What if we poison them all? Goddamn fucking Beast. <laughs> what if we commit war crimes? <laughs> yeah, what if we commit war What if we, like, kill them all? Do you think anyone will notice? And they're like, yeah, Beast, I think people will notice if we kill them all. <laughs> I just love that that's an idea from X-Force. Now, have you thought about killing them all, maybe? <laughs> but uh yeah well, that's funny man i did not think the vampire nation would end up being as important as it was in as many books
1: yeah but it's it sucks though because like we get all this and then we're stopping for heroes reborn unless this sort of factors into it i think we know we know heroes reborn like blade is like the main character
0: he's the only one who remembers i'm guessing because he's not on the avengers anymore he won't be there when the shit goes down and when the world gets rebooted i guess
1: i guess yeah but yeah, no, it was, a, it was a good issue. There was also, like, some stuff with, like, because obviously we just had that big uh, Phoenix event end, and, and um, the new Phoenix was chosen, and it's Echo. Oh, uh, oh, really? The Daredevil character? Yeah. Yeah, she's Holy the shit. new uh, Phoenix host, and uh, she's joined the Avengers, sort of. She's, like, living in their compound where they, like, keep an eye on her and she gets a cool moment with Robbie and they like, cause he, he's the only Avenger who'll come near her because everyone's right. fucking definitely afraid of her and everything. And he's like, Why no, I like, like, I like understand like the fire and everything. And like, I, I get it. The, the trick to like, make sure it doesn't overtake you is to have, to have someone in your life worth burning for. And his person mm. is obviously his brother, Gabe. And Aww. he asks Maya, does she have someone worth burning for? And she says she has her father's uh, memory. And that's that's
0: that's what the handprint is, everyone, in case yeah. you're wondering, <laughs> yeah, and,
1: that, and that's going to help help her control the this fire.
0: Well, that's cool. I would not have expected Echo to get such a big promotion, especially given yeah. her history with the Avengers. This almost feels like uh, what is it? Uh, Trying to go back and make good and be like, no, 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 let's actually promote her the way she should have been. Yeah, yeah not not make her the fill-in for daredevil and ronin because the comic uh what is it press online figured it out too early <laughs> uh yeah that's pretty cool actually i might have to check that out that does actually sound pretty fun yeah. uh speak speaking of x-men and we were uh way of x from cy spearier came out this yeah. week
1: oh boy this was a good issue because it started Man. like bringing up all of the mutants like bad little yes. skeletons in their closet
0: It's funny that, you know, through the eyes of Kirk, probably one of the most beloved mutants of all, if not the Mm -hmm. most beloved mutant, he's the one who's actually kind of not rah-rah pro Krakoa. This is like, again, this book is a counterpoint to literally everything else we've seen in every Mm -hmm. other X-Men book in the Hickman era
1: yeah it it uh, like we've gotten hints at it and all these other books from like minor characters but this is mm-hmm. the first time like an actual book where the the premise of it has been to question everything Krokoa C- is doing
0: which makes perfect sense because you know this is a book about belief and mm-hmm. theology and you know nightcrawler was asked by scott hey can you make us a new post-death religion nightcrawler because you know we think that would be great and Nightcrawler hasn't done it yet cuz he's like yeah it's hard to write a whole religion because i don't know what i believe anymore and i'm not an egomaniac like someone Ma- like magneto so i don't even know if i feel right telling other people what to believe
1: i i like that he he says it as like he knows they need a religion he just doesn't know how to go about it because yeah. of all like the shit that croco is doing at the moment
0: mhm his ideas where it's like look you know we need something to strive for we need you know a guiding light which is hard to do when you don't have a promise of an afterlife and he even sees it in the young mutants he takes on a mission where it's like they don't they don't care anymore they're not scared of death they think it's awesome and cool pixie walked into a shotgun blast just so she could have something to talk about
1: yeah yeah again yeah there's no uh there's no uh oh, what's the word? Uh, like, people don't look after themselves as much anymore because yeah. they know it's like, oh, it doesn't matter if I, like, die on this mission. I'm just going to come back.
0: There's there's no self-preservation. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and again, too, they bring up the topic of the Crucible, which we had seen a few uh, issues back in the Hickman book. Uh, Nightcrawler is very anti-Crucible. He thinks oh, it's cruel you, and unusual. He can thinks understand. it's barbaric.
1: It, like, it, as he says, it's senseless. And it is fucking senseless because it's like the whole idea is the Crucible is there for people who uh, were scourged Lost by the powers. great pretender uh, yeah. scarlet witch who had their powers taken from scarlet witch and they come and they have to fight in the crucible against magneto or whoever else and basically die to be reborn with their powers and magneto's uh, uh reasoning is that like they can't just give this gift to you and i'm like mm-hmm. why not these people had their powers taken against their will it's not their fault like again it's... just
0: give them the powers <laughs> it's it's because it's literally ritual suicide it's state-sponsored blood sport is what it is and again it's funny that magneto has so willingly filled that survival of the fittest role left by apocalypse where it's like yeah i'll kill all these motherfuckers if they want
1: yeah oh he's he's like gone i remember when the book started like it seemed like he kind of Turned over a new leaf a little bit, but then, like, as the books have gone on, he's sort of like, Oh, this is like the old Magneto again. This,
0: yeah, this is definitely flavors of the old Magneto. And like, Kirk even tries to like ha- have some fun with them and like, Hey, you know, they had this mutant hate museum and look, it's a statue of you during our first adventure. Remember when you tried to steal those missiles? Boy, that's silly now. And like, instead of having fun with it, Magneto gets like deathly serious and pissed yes, off that, about yeah. it. These
1: are the, this is like showing us that the humans are the enemy and uh, uh, like, uh, instead stealing like like a feather in all the people there and everything
0: and again nightcrawler's like god i I just don't get this place i thought we were all cool and we could joke now and we buried old grudges but nope you're still acting like the old magneto a lot of the time
1: (laughs) yeah oh i like that it's like like with magneto it's been slowly coming out over the course of this book Mm because when we started he seemed like He seemed cool. He seemed like a good guy now, and like uh, slowly as the island's gotten like more and more like populated, and like people are like like they conquered death and all that. He's like, I can slide back into the
0: slight like Hitlerisms a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, friggin' Nightcrawler finds a very unlikely companion in Doctor Nemesis, who we find out has actually been using his brain power to like help the mutants make their life-saving medicine and doing all this other stuff, and basically. He is the ultimate foil for the ever, you know, faithful, ever, you know, pious nightcrawler. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a man of science and logic and reason. And why, why do you superhero types even believe in God and religion? You've met Thor. You've met the gods of other pantheons. You've traveled in time. You've traveled to the deepest reaches of space. The universe has started over, from time and time again. Why are you so devoted to a god you can't see? I I like
1: that. I like that line where he's. You've seen all these all these great things, but you've never seen this god that you you always pray to so like why do you pray to something
0: you've never seen Mm -hmm. yeah basically the ultimate big brained atheist the big mushroom brained (laughs) -brained atheist (laughs) also too again i didn't remember what dr nemesis it was but i know like golden age dr nemesis used to like work for the nazis so it's interesting we have the german mutant and the former nazi maybe (laughs) (laughs) is a hell of a combination and yet despite them being so different they both agree that the crucible is horrible for yeah. their own reasons. You know, Doctor Nemesis is like, yeah, it's bad for all the reasons you said. It's cruel and unusual, but also what the you know Krakowian Council is doing, either knowingly or unknowingly. But come on, they're totally doing it on purposes. There, this is a new evolutionary mechanism that they've put into the island now, meaning that only the most dedicated, zealotist, you know, suicidal mutants with combat abilities. Are the ones that keep getting to jump the line of resurrection over and over again, assuring that the future, where hey, all mutants got a mate now, means that you know they are you know breeding a new crop of super combat mutants for the future.
1: Yeah, they uh he he talks about like the Dunbar effect and all that, and how like it if it's not if it's not there and a group of people want it, want something to be there, they'll like will it into existence mm-hmm. uh, through rituals and whatnot, and that's exactly what they are doing here
0: exactly you know with no religion they've created their own religion and it's like something out of like uh friggin cone in the barbarian yeah,
1: so it's it like and I, I, I that's what i fucking love about these books the mutants go on and on about how like they're superior to humans and stuff but then you look at their islands and they're doing like things like animals would
0: do or, like they're doing dark like, age shit
1: yeah like yeah like we'll, we'll burn all these people at the stake and then reborn uh, them and all, all this like really savage
0: shit We'll, we'll create what is it like boogeyman legends about mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch? Where it's like, but she was your friend and ally yeah. for years. Why are you throwing her under the bus like this? Fake Yeah, news. yeah. F- fake news for something that wasn't even her fault. As Brandon in the chat says, wait, didn't Nightcrawler go to heaven once? Yes, him and Xavier both did. But I mm-hmm. think the idea is, even though they were in heaven, they never actually met God. Which mm-hmm. should tell you something, and furthermore, the X-Men were able to break into that dimension in that story, which I believe was an Aaron story. They even said, "Can not we believe this is heaven if we were able to break into here?" I feel you shouldn't be able to break into heaven. <laughs> and I'm like, fair enough. <laughs> okay, from the some Doctor Nemesis stories, he's also like a Hydra double agent. Yeah, that makes sense too. But again, you know, given Hydra's own connection and sometimes with their stand-ins, and but yeah uh yeah it was, it was fun to see nightcrawler teamed up with dr nemesis i would not expect that to be a pairing but it actually works quite well
1: it does it, it's so good
0: uh xavier 2 needs uh kirk's help because he says you know there's a there's a there's another boogeyman legend on the island one we didn't knowingly create called the Patchman, who's like haunting people in their dreams yeah and after it looks like griffith
1: from uh
0: from berserk very much so. Oh my God! There's a real Phantom of Paradise shit in there. You're absolutely yeah. correct. I did not even think of that until you said it. But you are 100 <laughs> right. Oh my God! And uh, Xavier's like, look, I don't actually believe that it's some like magical creature. I just believe it's like a fucked up, scared mutant. And I think you're the one to help them, Kurt, because you have the best, biggest heart of all of us, essentially.
1: Yeah, and Kurt decides to like he goes and sees uh Ruth uh Ruth Alder's grave uh. And that's where he, he he hears the voice of, uh, the Patchwork Man, and uh, and again like the Patchwork Man saying everything like we're saying. It's like yeah, you ever notice how like uh, precogs like Ruth here like aren't resurrected, yet resurrected. on the island? They don't get uh, uh, seen to on the island or anything. And like Kurt's like oh well, there's a queue and everything. It's like yeah, well, is there though?
0: Is there really? Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, we surprise, the, yeah, we
1: find out that we find out that it's uh, Legion. It's David Haller.
0: Which they do a wonderful job of, uh, what is it, uh, lamp posting earlier on in the issue, because Xavier wakes up from a nightmare and looks at a picture, but the kid's face is blacked out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which is so beautiful to bring up Legion in a story that's all about faith and religion and godhood, because when you look at Legion, it's like, am I not the closest thing to God? I can manipulate the universe, I have a hundred personalities in me, I am literally Legion, which is a religious reference in and of itself, for I contain many. (laughs) it's it's great
1: and i like that like he knows as well as like well my father wasn't going to come see me because he's charles xavier he's uh, this is uh, i this is beneath him
0: basically yeah. so he'll
1: send the kindly one that he'll send night nightcrawler
0: to deal with me again for a dude who's all been about trying to get as many omega mutants as he can on the island to build his war chest he still wouldn't go talk to his own kid yeah he's scared of him he's scared of yes then again, he wouldn't go talk to his alien daughter either. So, man, Chuck is failing the dad test all over the place. I
1: like also how he tries to um, uh, rationalize, like, why he's been a terrible father. He's like, well, I've been a part of all these great achievements mm-hmm. and uh, things on the mutant kind. And, like, yeah, I've been a terrible father, but I did all this stuff. Like, yeah, trying to really. kind of, like, hand wave it away.
0: <laughs> but. <laughs> no, no buts yeah wow bringing legion into the story is super interesting again for something that's supposed to be about faith and belief and godhood and everything where i'm like okay psy spirit you you got me what do you got next
1: <laughs> yeah very intriguing first issue
0: yeah absolutely it's asking absolutely. all the
1: questions that like i've ever had about all the hickman x-men uh, you mm-hmm. know like all their like weird like rules and stuff like no precogs and all that sort of stuff and the, the that air of sinister how totally. you feel about it and everything?
0: It's it's also the X Men writers room being like, guys, we knew what we were doing. We know that it's messed up and wrong, and this yeah, is the book yeah, that's yeah. going to comment on it. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great use of Nightcrawler too, a character who's yeah. kind of sat in the background for like the first couple years of this, but now gets to lead his own book.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, I like that he's not a full gung ho Krakoa all the way. Yeah, sort of th- guy's questioning everything, which he should
0: he's he's a deep thinker man you know a lot of this does not sit he's well the, he's with the him. big brain he is absolutely uh i guess from there we can talk about the other big team book this week that was justice league yeah uh what'd you think of it i quite enjoyed it same there's something refreshing about it i like that the stakes are not that huge and that it's more just casual and heroes hanging out and yeah, shooting the shit
1: just adventures they it remembers uh bendis remembers the team is a family
0: Yes, absolutely. And you know, sometimes, uh, what is it, your loving father Superman brings home weird strays like Black Adam (laughs) and everyone's like, Should he be here? I don't think he should be here I oh, that whole conversation was so great, uh,
1: with Oliver saying it's like, Hey, wait a minute, like, we can't technically like disagree with you cuz you're superman and that if we if we disagree with you that automatically makes us look like fucking nuts weirdos
0: yeah it makes us look sinister in some way and i'm like <laughs> man if that is not bendis as a writer speaking through green arrow then i don't know what is <laughs> and the fact that i enjoyed superman more in these last two issues of justice league than i enjoyed most of bendis's run Because, again, it's just Superman at peak Superman, where it's like, look, I know Black Adam has done wrong in the past, everyone, but I believe he wants to be a hero. And if we work with him and, you know, give him something to strive for, I think we could turn him from an enemy to a friend. And I'm like, wow, that's really nice, actually.
1: Yeah, we can turn him from the enemy into the rock.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we can turn him to the rock. Don't you love the rock, everyone? (laughs) Now, now, Superman, you know we love the rock. The rock says, the rock says yeah he'll shave his head it'll be great he'll get a bunch of Samoan <laughs> tattoos <laughs> and uh yeah we get a little bit more play with Naomi here then basically explaining for everyone who didn't read that story what that was about
1: yeah they they quickly give you a rundown with her fighting Zambardo uh from her world and kicking him out of this world but yeah we find out that he actually went and told a bunch of other people uh <laughs> that this uh perfectly like Uh, stable world exists and is able to be conquered by anyone who you know wants to give it a try and this new guy brutus wants to
0: give it a try chatty chatty kathy motherfucker out there just (laughs) dropping a dime on earth to anybody who will listen (laughs) hey man primo earth over here man not many
1: superheroes (laughs) i like that that that's his thing it's like well if i can't have it, i'll just like spam all the people to it. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: it also kind of makes sense too and ties into naomi's whole thing where she's like yeah i had an earth but the earth destroyed itself because people with superpowers wouldn't stop fighting each other
1: yeah yeah
0: which is also kind of a thing like hey you know if you all keep fighting black adam when you can turn him into a friend you know you don't want uh your world to turn into my world yeah also, too, universe where heroes don't stop fighting each other. Bendis, are you talking about the Marvel Universe? Are you saying that's where she came from? She came from the
1: Marvel Ultimate Universe, yes.
0: Yeah, is that, uh, is that your sly little bit of self-commentary, says the man <laughs> who involved much of those heroes fighting each other? <laughs> and uh oh yeah i guess hippolyta too also kind of gets to join the team now because everyone still assumes wonder woman is dead and they need someone to fill that wonder woman void yeah hippolyta ends up fighting brutus
1: who and ends- who turns up on her island with like weapons and stuff mm. uh but then realizes that the the amazonians are a little bit stronger than he thought so he decides uh, oh I'm-, I'm just gonna leave again i'll come back later <laughs> come back i like that that's his thing he just like keeps trying it's like okay well i've I've got armor and two axes now oh that's not enough oh i'll come back later with like a big gun or something yeah (laughs) well one of these days
0: i gotta get it right (laughs) you know brutus he doesn't give up and you gotta respect his level of tenacity (laughs) Also, too, I don't know if this was, like, Bendis reading into this or if he actually remembered, uh, what is it, Endless Winter, where we saw that, like, Hippolyta and Black Adam used to actually be on a team together. Oh, that was, so, that um... was
1: totally built up for this. Like, because, that, okay. that, again, that's something that fueled um, Black Adam's, like, turn to heroism and, like, right. brought, and, like made people uh, uh, kind of, I guess, like, introduce people to Hippolyta who might not have known or, like, kind of made her a little bit more prominent.
0: Mm. so yeah so they have a pre-existing relationship and it's clear that they did not leave on good terms no yeah so that's what that was and then hey uh flash builds a brand new cosmic treadmill so they could try and visit naomi's world but uh-oh they all got separated
1: yes yeah, so they're all stuck on naomi's world which i'm really happy we're gonna actually get to explore because in her book uh like she says in here we were only there for about 15 minutes
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah yeah it'll be interesting to explore more what's going on there especially because she's getting a new tv show and everything else so they better start writing the lore now
1: yeah well and she's getting a second season and this helps as well with that uh since then like we can hit that second season running that's like you know these characters you know this world you know these villains we can you know get right into the story yeah let's go let's go let's go yeah did you read the backup as well the justice league dark backup
0: I did not actually i have been skipping a lot of these backups. Was it good? It
1: was pretty cool. It was uh, the Justice League Dark come to uh, the Justice League and tell them like, hey, Merlin's like back. He's kind of like a big deal. (laughs) We just thought we'd warn you guys, you know, give you the heads up because like shit's probably going to get pretty loud.
0: Yeah I guess too uh Justice League Dark is also without Wonder Woman right now even though she was kind of their de facto leader they, and like uh, representative on the rest of the league. They make that a point here where like
1: uh Superman and the rest think that Zatala should lead the team since she's proven herself to be quite the competent leader and quite the competent magician warrior and sort of part of the team and it makes sense and there's a great line from batman where it's like etrigan like it's like i oh, don't fuck all this you know i don't don't care about any of this and batman's like don't undermine zatanna because if you do merlin will be the least of your problems <laughs> and and <laughs> etrigan's like well i'm a demon of hell i'm not scared of a man in a bat suit and and batman's like yeah but i'm batman
0: <laughs> well shit no uh no comeback for that also i guess it makes sense too for zatanna to start leading the team more because she also has a movie in development so there you go
1: yeah yeah a movie that's now being written by an oscar winner
0: oh oh uh did they win tonight yes they did oh well there you go the oscar uh winning zatanna movie <laughs> yeah there's one for you uh what else was this week uh ba-dum ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. oh i got the new champions this week finally
1: Oh, is this still the Outlaw story?
0: No, Outlaw ended abruptly in the last issue, <laughs> and now the new writer, Danny Lauren is forced to come in and pick up all the pieces. Oh, no. To, I know, I felt so bad for them, where it's like, hey, you get a new run, you get to write a big team book now, but also pick up the pieces that was left behind by the last writer when we had to end abruptly, but also start a brand new story fresh while you're at it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's a very rocky road, but they try so hard, and I got to hand it to uh, Danny for what they ended up doing here. Basically, what it is is, like, so... Kamala's law is going back to a vote now, so the champions are back to doing what they normally do. They stop a bank robbery. Yeah. And it's funny, the robbers are like, Oh, really? The champions? You're here to stop us? I thought, you know, you guys were busy pressuring senators and feeding the homeless and doing other <laughs> big important social projects. And Miss Bravo's like, shut the fuck up. We can do real grassroots work and fight supervillains too, you asshole. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's some lampshade hanging for you. Like, oh, did the champions not even fight crime anymore? <laughs> and uh, eventually you find out there where it's like these guys were just hired by the bank to test their new security system because Viv gave them wrong intel <laughs> because they're they're too hot now the champions after breaking all those laws no one else in the superhero community wanted wants to give them any leads yeah so they're basically back to zero now and ironheart who ironheart who's getting so much play now because she's getting a brand new show yeah her, her whole outlawed story was, I think I want to quit being a superhero. Oh, I'm back to being a superhero. Damn it, Viv, you fucked up again. I'm quitting again. <laughs> but Miles goes to talk to her, and uh, the big threat is, of course, Roxxon, who they revealed was, you know, funding these re-education facilities and tried to assassinate a young, like, climate change uh what is it uh girl and everything there so they've hired this new woman miriam blackwood and her whole deal is to try and give them like a young hip makeover rocks on for 2021 (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they're like first off we're changing everything we do we make apps now we make high fashion and video games all the stuff kids love Also, it's not on anymore. It's R-O-X-X on. Because, you know, it's very fun because we're very switched on. And she's firing everyone who, like, argues with her. And she's (laughs) like, look, I I need 100 new Twitter bots by tomorrow to get this across. (laughs) And, like, she's young, too, like the champions. And she's like, look, no one's ever thought to fight the champions using their own tools against them because you're all a bunch of -of out-of-touch old people. (laughs) So it's that kind of story. Yeah, kind of like... Too much. <laughs> it, it it's a lot going on. It's like, look, I need to write a new story, but I also need to deal with this Kamala's law stuff. And the big twist at the end of it is that the champions decide to send like Sam and Miles to go undercover in rocks on to see what they're doing. Okay. I can dig the whole young people versus an evil corporation thing, corporate espionage. We don't get a lot of that in books, let alone in books aimed at young people. Yeah. And it's like, look, who needs a who needs like a whole group of supervillains when you can have one evil corporation? yeah <laughs> also too it hit me i'm like who the fuck is even running rocks on anymore because didn't like dario agger get turned to goo in hulk <laughs> yeah it
1: yeah exactly it. it's like a, a puppet company for like x corp or something
0: maybe yeah as chem dog says there it's like yeah a new rocks on for hulk to take out because yeah didn't hulk smash the shit out of them <laughs> that was Shouldn't like one of, that was
1: like his thing for a while there
0: <laughs> yeah where he was also being an anti-corporate crusader you're absolutely right yeah Ah, they probably got Dario Ag or, uh, what is it, in a test tube somewhere. He's mostly goo. They're like, we'll bring him back at some point. He's sentient enough
1: to run a company.
0: (laughs) Yeah, really, he's just a jar of goo. He's goo Bezos is what he is. (laughs) Two gurgles means yes, one gurgle means no. (laughs) Should we diversify our portfolio, sir? Gurgle, gurgle. That means yes. (laughs) But yeah, that's champions. It's it's fine i do not like envy this poor new writer who had to come in and pick up all these pieces
1: yeah yeah
0: where it's like look continue the story that was being told but also make this a fresh jumping on point because that last story was you know kind of like an unfortunate disaster when it really shouldn't have been because it didn't come out on time it had all these tie-ins that didn't even get released
1: yeah yeah that kind of just fell off by the wayside although in saying that i don't did anyone actually want that because it was just like basically oh it's civil war but with children
0: the, the idea was hard to swallow no one really seemed to like the idea at first yeah i thought the story was better than like civil war 2 and all the other attempts at it but also it just came out so infrequently. And it just had all these stops and starts and the final issue really kind of killed it where it's like, look, we got to wrap this up. We got to wrap this up right now.
1: <laughs> it sounded like a stopgap story where it's like we this is like the holding pattern story. Well, we get shit sorted out for like Heroes Reborn or like whatever they were doing before I, that.
0: See, I don't think it was. I think it was the story that got hurt the most by COVID. I thought that was that. Well, yeah, see, like, that's that's the thing. I think it was
1: a stopgap series and then they COVID hit and they're like, oh, well, fuck. Well, we'll just we're... put out what we've got for it and then we'll move on.
0: <laughs> Cuz like I like it was supposed to like oh we're going to shake up all our young hero books and we're going to you know have new warriors and we're going to have power pack and everything else and you know we're maybe going to start like a whole young line only to have most of those books not come out and i'm so i'm
1: still upset that new warriors book didn't come out just because i wanted to see what the fuck it was about
0: (laughs) i know right like that's the thing i mean i guess we'll just like have to buy uh daniel kibblesmith like a drink one day at a convention because it's just like and we're sweeping that away all the controversy around that from both sides because it seemed like everyone on both sides of the issue hated that one for different reasons we're just gonna (laughs) pretend that didn't happen because it's not worth the fucking headache for a story that we've already lost faith which is a shame because we never did get an answer to the question of why the new warriors were backing this evil you know corporate uh, governmental play against young heroes yeah and we never will (laughs) but yeah so that was champions it was perfectly fine but a very rocky start yeah probably won't be safe to judge this new run till at least arc two at this rate
1: yeah it sounds like yeah that all that's all the first arc is probably set in stone whereas the the next arc will be like the what the actual writer wanted to do
0: <laughs> yeah a lot a of, lot of housekeeping on that one uh i had one more book left what about you
1: i did as well i had the flash issue 769
0: Oh yes, the continuations of Wally now as he travels through time and space.
1: Yeah, we we get an answer as to why he's travelling through space, and that is indeed to fix the uh, speed force. Uh, oh. And he's he's being catapulted in his consciousness is being catapulted to different places where the speed force is like leaking and he's got to patch that leak and when he patches that leak the speed force slowly comes back like barry ends up after uh the speed raptor from last issue being destroyed uh barry ends up getting a small piece of his powers back and it's not as fast as he used to be but he can still like he's still a speedster now Mm -hmm. um so yeah this this issue is set in the future because wally finds himself in the body of impulse and he's being hunted by a giant dominator and he needs to team up with gold beetle um yeah the she was actually in future state the in the uh, in the backup uh, in the justice in the black adam backup of suicide squad that's right i forgot about that um and she she finds out that uh bart is actually wally now like wally's possessed bart and um Mm -hmm. she's happy because it's implied that wally is her captain or like her partner oh. uh, which which surprises him because he's like that's surprising because like once this is over i was gonna head home and just retire
0: and uh. she like laughs
1: it off like hey you don't retire you go on so many adventures
0: after this <laughs> <laughs> so everyone who got mad at the idea of him yeah. retiring right away hey guess what if you kept yeah. reading <laughs> yeah
1: imagine that if you just let the story progress things would happen <laughs> imagine that Um, So they need to stop this dominator because like the uh, Raptor, uh, it got imbued with the speed force energy, which caused it to grow really big. But also doing that is it would explode from the power overload and the power and the power exploding would destroy half the northern hemisphere, basically. What a and Power
0: Rangers problem! So
1: they need to stop this, and uh, Barry, who's com- communicating with uh, Wally f- via like uh, like tachyons in the Speed Force, very you know, it's it's Speed Force. I don't go to explain shit. <laughs> um, uh, he decides he's going to send Wally a device that Inertia once used against him to siphon off the Speed Force, and to do that, they need to go to the Speed Lab. So Oliver, uh, Mister Terrific, and Flash all head to the Speed Force Lab and uh put the device in a time capsule which uh wally will be able to get in the future because it'll be in the 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 museum um and we find out that uh barry set up this time capsule in case he ever gets stuck in the future he'll have tools to be able to get him back home Hmm. it's kind of like a uh like a drop like a bag drop sort of thing for the, for the future and yeah it's actually kind of a cool scene because they have to go in like their civilian clothes because like the speed lab is like hidden in the museum so they got to pay to get Naturally. in and while Wall- uh, oliver's uh like uh complaining that like mugs in the gift shop are like 20 dollars <laughs> and every you know he's a billionaire why the fuck's he complaining about that
0: <laughs> hey that's 20 bucks in future money you don't know what that means
1: <laughs> and they have to they have to go in get this like bust of jay Garrick because that's where the time capsule is and to get there they have to go get like a, a photo op with it and everything and it's it's quite fun it's quite fun uh but they end up they end up taking the the dominator down and wally ends up uh getting sent uh into jay Garrick's body in world ah, war ii so the where story can continue where he's fighting hitler uh, who has a <laughs> sphere of destiny
0: <laughs> oh no that seems bad yeah that seems a bit bad a little bit bad seems like that might be a problem
1: yeah i'm surprised i actually went there though with like hitler because you actually see him with the spear of destiny and he's he's trying to kill the american ubermensch
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow you'd think they'd have like a stand-in character it's like no it's just hitler man yeah yeah (laughs) i uh i had spider-man but seeing as we're almost at two hours i will be very very quick with it okay Uh, It's continuing the Robbie Tombstone storyline. They had their kids kidnapped by uh, Madam Mask and Crime Master because they're secretly dating each other. Mm -hmm. Robbie jumps to the conclusion of being like, oh, well, they must have kidnapped us because, you know, Fisk is after the Lifeline tablet like all the other criminals are. Only for Mask and Crime Master to be like, no, actually, we're using this as an excuse to climb the ladder in the underworld. Because with Fisk as mayor, we're not allowed to rage any gang wars mm-hmm. against each other. But if your dad, Tombstone, comes to save you, I can totally kill him and be justified in doing it. <laughs> and also, we're going to kill your dad, Robbie, too, because we want to take over the paper is another thing we actually want to do. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> uh spider-man it's everything spider-man can do to just try and keep tombstone and robbie from killing each other because naturally they blame each other for their kids being taken yep and uh eventually they do and they kind of have like a good cop bad cop scene where they interrogate mirage that real d-list villain yeah okay <laughs> that's super fun and uh during the original kidnapping uh boomerang got knocked out and spider-man like took him to a roof and he's like oh, i'll come back to him later and make sure he's okay When he does, Fred Myers has written this big, long letter where he very incorrectly has come to the conclusion where it's like, oh, my friend Peter and our apartment, it all came under attack because of me as Boomerang. <laughs> Fisk is trying to kill me, Boomerang, the most important person. Oh, you know, I just couldn't live with myself if Peter or Aunt May or Randy or anyone was hurt. I'm not going to let this happen. So Boomerang has decided that he's going to go on a glorious suicide mission to kill himself and Fisk and put an end to all of this. Uh, That's great. this beautiful beautiful idiot who is becoming a good guy for the first time and dealing with the concept of with great power comes great responsibility (laughs) in record time and peter's just like hitting his head like no 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 (laughs) (laughs) that's not what we do in this situation (laughs) (laughs) it's very funny to think that boomerang has gotten such an amazing arc from superior foes to this
1: yeah yeah it's been great you can tell nick spencer really loves that character
0: it's, it's, he's having the most fun with it. And I'm sure some people are like, is this Spider-Man book even about Spider-Man anymore? I'm like, shush, 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 shush.
1: Yeah, this is the good stuff.
0: <laughs> this, is, this is the good stuff. I, I, I'm fine if this is the boomerang power hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah so that was spider-man i'm digging it and it looks like we're gonna have two massive events coming for that book after this
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i'm looking forward to getting back on those events i thought about catching myself up but i'm like i'm too far behind to like there... i'll need to do like four or five videos and i just don't have the time to do that
0: i i totally understand sometimes it just gets to be too much and you just yeah you and
1: the book can't. was releasing like every two weeks or something like it's, it was releasing really quickly
0: yeah the release schedule for that one has been positively insane yeah uh so yeah i mean i guess that's the show for this week we can start winding it down yeah absolutely all right so thank you so much everyone for coming and hanging out with us on sunday night we know you had a lot of other options tonight so we appreciate you as always choosing us <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it we hope we offered some fun and entertainment as always if you want to support the show you can do so becoming a patron uh patrons uh receive early access to the audio and visual versions of the show before anyone else you can also buy some delicious wild bill soda and use the promo code cape jewel for 10 percent off your purchase again i know you guys are doing that and i really appreciate it you get something we get something and uh i'm actually always up to date uh on when we make a sale so that's always cool yeah uh, so always it's always appreciate yeah always appreciate it. i don't think we've crossed a hundred bucks yet but still it's cool to say <laughs> yeah yeah
1: no that's good
0: yeah, so, uh, yeah, I guess we'll start bringing the show to a close, everyone. Thank you so much. We'll be back again next week, same time. And uh, you can relive the show and all the magic Wednesday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and then later on SoundCloud when I can remember to put it on SoundCloud and iTunes.
1: <laughs> hmm.
0: I don't always remember, everyone. I swear the show <laughs> would be doing so much better if it wasn't up to me to run it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.